0: All right, it's Monday night, and you know what that means? It's another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I oh, don't baby. know why. I don't know why you went to Wacky Radio DJ Boys.
1: I don't know why either, Matt. But that's I always that's look so
0: hard. tired on Mondays. I don't understand.
1: I'm pretty tired, dude. I didn't do anything this weekend. I stayed in all weekend, and I'm exhausted. I don't feel tired at all. Oh, you just look tired, is what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm just old or fatter. I always look you tired because,
1: yeah, I always look tired because I literally do go out every single night of the week usually, but I haven't done it in a while. So, but catches up with you, man, and you yeah. work a lot, so that's probably why too.
0: Yeah, but I don't feel tired. I feel good. I feel well rested. I watch. I laid around and I watch wrestling most of the day. Ooh,
1: that should be interesting conversation because that's what we do here, right?
0: That's what we do. We do wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
1: Mm, that's uh, right.
0: I, I, I don't know if you can see over my. My right shoulder.
1: I saw. I saw the tweets.
0: Uh, I I finally un giant box showed up the other night, and my wife is like,
1: "Who is Matthew? this box?"
0: Matthew. And I'm like, "Nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about it." <laughs> uh, then it sat uh, in the office landing for a couple of days. So I finally busted them out, and I put them on the couch, and I opened my AEW series uh, seven figures, and I displayed them. So I cleaned up a little bit up here. I opened my uh pro wrestling tease uh crate for the month of october i got this sweet ass danhausen creepy shirt
1: yo can i tell you something
0: yes you can tell me something
1: danhausen turned on me ah very nice very evil very very nice very evil yes i'm a big danhausen fanhausen now it's very good very nice very evil very friendly very friendly man anyway, right, very i'm a good. big danhausen guy and Matt, you didn't even mention what the big the big box was, the big box was oh. the the honor pals. It's,
0: it's series
1: two of the honor pals. Okay. So it wasn't just one, all the pals didn't show up together like a clown car coming out. They just season one and then series two.
0: Right. Series one was uh the Briscoes, PCO, Roosh, Bandito, and Brody King. The second set is Dalton Castle, Dan Housen, uh oh, yes. Shane Taylor, Vincent, and Matt Taven. So I have a uh A slew of wrestling buddies on my couch behind me. They're pals, man. Sorry, pals, buddies, whatever. I don't... Kevin, I'm quick. I'm running out of room because I ordered those AEW wrestling buddies. Oh, man. Those are like for children. No, they're those size.
1: No, they're not. They're smaller. No. What? The the Darby, the Cody,
0: the Luchasaurus, and the... And the Omega? Omega? Yeah.
1: Omega-Schmagegay?
0: They're like those guys. I thought they were smaller. Yeah, they're like those guys.
1: Hmm. Maybe just Luchasaurus is so huge that I thought that it was smaller in his giant claws.
0: He is huge. And, uh, yeah, if I'm not getting notifications, Kevin, shit's just showing up. My Bull Nakano figure showed up the other day. Millionaire Matt is on the rampage. God, That's slow a, him down. There's no, You know what, Kevin? After I have a weekend like I had yesterday, you got a whole weekend in one day? You can't slow me down, Kevin. I'm fucking winning bets. I'm fucking raking in money. Uh-oh. Oh, I forget. I turned $25 yesterday into $600. Oh, boy. That's how I
1: roll, baby. I feel like Millionaire going It get a call from Erwin R. Scheister at some point soon.
0: <laughs> Bring it on, tax me. I pay my taxes. You, you take a lot of fucking money out of my checks, you cocksuckers.
1: Yeah, but I, the gambling—they don't take the, the taxes out of the gambling.
0: No, because I lose a lot more than I fucking win. There wait. you go. <laughs> That's it. Don't be fooled. This is a, <laughs> it's a one-time thing. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt just doing this for, for <laughs> to save face. No, he no, really, I had a great weekend. No, I know that. Usually, I'm on the, you know, I'm a, I'm on the losing end mostly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I when I was on like when the pandemic first hit and I was literally playing poker every night online, I won a lot, but I also lost a lot. So like I'm pretty much right there, even. But I just stopped. I'm like, you know what? After my last loss, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. Can't do it. I don't want to. I don't want to fall into that
0: stay home gambling addict guy. No, don't be that. Don't 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 be that guy. No, no. Um, Well, hopefully, hopefully you're out there. You're watching us on the YouTube and the Facebook and the Twitter and the Twitch. We got a full show for you tonight. Uh, Dan Barry is joining us at uh, eight o'clock. Ninja Mac from GCW. You've seen him in AAA. Um, he's joining us at eight 30. Tony's going to be joining us, uh, very shortly. Uh, then we got 11, a full show at 11 o'clock. Tony will be here. We got a full show, man. We got a lot to talk about. We had picks. We had the crown jewel. We had the bound for glory. Mm. We had the G one finals. We had, uh, I watched fucking MLW today. Cause I'm a sucker for misery, mm. uh, ring of honor, dark side of the ring, uh, cut your fucking thumbs off! It's crazy shit. We got all this and more to talk about, and it's all here next episode 556. Kevin, we're like a month away from our 10 year anniversary. Is that less than a month? Or?
1: Three, three days, three days over that old uh, month-ski.
0: So yeah. Oh my God! It's 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 we're on the road, and it's all happening here next. I gotta pull up this fucking thing. Hold buy on. a shirt. Yeah, buy the shirt. Buy the shirt. Right, buy see. the shirt.
2: Start to the show. It. All right. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, and become a Patreon supporter at patreoncom podcast as always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show.
3: A motherfucking shining Wizards. The China Wizards podcast.
0: A liner in there, but my mm. dumb, my dumb, stupid fingers uh uh mush the buttons too fast because the Nick Gage drop is he's very fast. Uh, that wasn't gauge when he says, Fuck the Shining Wizards. Oh, that part uh comes in super hot. Yeah, your um, your
1: uh millionaire mats,
0: millionaire mitts gotten away there. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for tuning in and joining us on this fantastic Monday night. Uh, it's unseasonably warm here in the Northeast, but the rains are coming. So, oh, yeah. get state your, of emergency? On. Is it really? Yeah, Murphy declared a state of emergency for what? For the rains. Oh fuck this noise! I gotta go work a truck event in the morning.
1: No, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. It just it's oh, basically no. it's basically just for people to stay off the road so the the emergency people can do their their stuff. 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time.
0: Oh, really? Well, hopefully you are staying in and you're watching the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, where, of course, it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Now, look, if you're watching on, look at this. This is a cool, it's a Shining Wizards pen, 10-year anniversary, the glare of the light. Blinded by the light. Yeah, baby. Wrapped up like a douche. (laughs) Something of the night. A Roller roller in the night douche in the roller something I don't know fucking I did by the light, wrapped up in a douche like a roller you know. in the night stay over there Nelly we got pens we got bottle openers we got 10 year anniversary t-shirts and they're all for sale over at our uh, website PayPal. shiningwizards.com. Uh you can PayPal us at wizards podcast uh, uh, wizard podcast at gmail.com 20 bucks Gets you a Ooh. shirt, it gets you the, the pen, it gets you the keychain in the United States, guys. Look, we've had a couple of internet man, look, I love you international fans. You guys are oh, listening that but man, shipping stuff to you sucks. I don't know how you guys get anything. For a shirt to be shipped to Canada or anywhere else outside of the United States, it's like an extra twenty-five to thirty dollars just to ship it. Hmm. And I know you love us, and I would be over the moon if you paid $50 for a t shirt. But man, if you're going to buy it, buy like four, then make it worth your fucking while if you're paying for the shipping. Buy a fucking, see if Tony will sell something from his kid. See if you can get some kind of, you know, footnote from, from his wife. I'll see if I could throw something in from around my house. Uh, man, fucking shipping kills you. Kills you over there in the, in the other parts of the wizard World. Ah,
1: the wizard world. Uh, yeah, that's rough. And God bless you if you do pay it, but I won't hold it against you if you don't.
0: Just cause, it's... Right. just go to our pro wrestling tea store. I'm sure you have to pay for shipping there too, but I'm sure it's not as bad. No, 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 no. So, Kevin, if you if you missed the cold open out there in uh, TV land, I guess I don't know. Uh, how are you? It. How are you doing this week? Oh man, beautiful, beautiful man, rested. Well, uh, rejuvenated,
1: all that good stuff. For the first time in my entire life, I think I did not go out at all this weekend.
0: All right. And you're like, feeling
1: good. Ah, oh, feel great. Look like crap, but still feel
0: great. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my hair here. I really? kind of feel like, I, I don't know, maybe I need to put some moisturizer on my face. Wait, I'm sorry. What was that? Moisturizer. <laughs> okay. You know what you look like? <laughs> oh, you're... this ought to be good. <laughs> you ever see the episode
1: of Seinfeld? Where, like, there was no water pressure in the showers, and Kramer and Jerry had that matted hair. Oh, you're not a Seinfeld guy. That's right. Not a Seinfeld guy, I'm sorry. That's all right. I really, ah, uh, it's so uh, I wish I could. I got, you know what, because we have the capability now in the StreamYard, I got to start fetching images and just posting them up there when I see something that that, uh, that's funny.
0: Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah, you look like you have no you water pressure in your shower. I have great water pressure. And I wore a hat a couple weeks ago and you guys broke my balls about that. So no hats in the house now. Is that a rule? No, it's not a rule. I just, I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know what to do with my hair. I wanted to shave my fucking head. But my wife hates it. Yeah, but you got a good bald head. Thanks. Yeah, I think my, a- when, I, when I don't have the headphones on, I think I look like a bowling pin though. Cause I got big ears. How did, How does that work? Because then you pull my put my ears back, and I look like a bowling pin.
1: Oh, your entire body, not just your head.
0: Well, yeah. Now I guess it's my entire body. Before <laughs> it was just my head, but then I started going this way instead of this way.
1: Yeah, but the ears would make you maybe more look like maybe like an airplane with like the wings. I mean, they're not that big, Kev. Jeez.
0: Well, I mean, but you—I don't understand the, the bowling pin reference though. I don't know. That's what they told me when I was in my youth. That you look like a bowling pin. Yeah, when I shave my head, I look like a bowling pin. I
1: right, that might just be because of the top. Maybe I don't think it has,
0: any, think it has anything to do with the ears. Anything's possible. So what do we do with, without Tony here? What do you want to talk about? What, I don't even know if he watched anything. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know. We can't, like, we can't even make him mad or anything. We can't even piss him off. Well, there's so much wrestling this week. You know what? I doubt he watched it, and if he did, fuck him. Let's talk about the WWE crown jewel. Let's start off there. I did How watch it. You, you watched it. Oh, yeah, but ugh, I should have went with
1: Xavier Woods. I don't know why I didn't.
0: Yeah, well, uh, in the in the pick scheme of things, uh, I'm going to scroll them across the bottom. Nothing really changed. Yeah, but you went. Uh, you with, had a perfect game, right? Oh, I went nine. We all went nine and one. What did so you, you took one? Finn, Tony took Dewdrop, and I took Seth Rollins. Oh, the Rollins. I thought you had a perfect. I thought you went perfect. I did not go perfect. We all the same record all weekend. We all went nine and one for the crown jewel, and we all went four and three at uh, bound for glory. And, you know, we can talk about bound for glory when Tony joins us. But uh, what did you think of the crown jewel? I
1: don't know. I mean, these shows, I mean, we all went 9 and 1, right? So I guess that means that it's somewhat predictable. It's it's a it's a show, it's a spectacle. It's not really a wrestling program, if you will. Like they're really not going to develop anything on it. I mean, you put the bow on the edge and Seth Rollins stuff. But I mean, I really think that Edge is probably going to take time off anyway until Survivor Series maybe or maybe, you know, even Royal Rumble again. So I don't know it's it's they're fun I mean they're it's you don't want to like them just because of like the back story of of like real stuff but if you can push that out of your mind it was I didn't hate it I thought the, I thought all the matches were were really fun and, and I, like there's nothing I disliked on the show let's put it that way
0: Look I I uh I agree from a wrestling standpoint the show was phenomenal there were a couple things I didn't like um Wrestling, like from the wrestling wise, Um but overall, I mean, look, I'll say it: tell them blue in the faith. Um You may not like the WWE product, you you may hate the storylines that they tell weekly, but on a big show, uh, fuck, they deliver in the fucking ring. They deliver. The matches are ninety five percent of the matches are fucking great. I, yeah, I don't think anyone ever
1: questioned the talent or the or what they do or the shows that they put on it is that it's just that storytelling that is just non consistent it's it's inconsistent it's just it just doesn't and I never thought that I'd say this it just doesn't do it for me at all anymore like, I never thought that I'd be in that place to say that like I watched a whole lot of wrestling this weekend I didn't watch Smackdown didn't watch it didn't care to see it didn't want to see it did nothing for me
0: excuse me. Even with but, the uh, the reset because of the because of the draft,
1: no, didn't care. I, I mean, maybe I was watching something else. Maybe there was like hockey on or something like that, and I just forgot about SmackDown. Because sometimes I really do forget that SmackDown's on fir- Fridays at, on Fox. Uh, but I didn't watch it. Uh, but I, I did watch Rampage. You no, know? so it's like I know wrestling's on. I right. just don't like WWE. Just doesn't register enough in my head. To watch it and you know i didn't watch nxt because the devils were on so i did not watch nxt so yeah just weird. it just i i hope to get back into it i really do i really truly do because the last thing i want to do is is shit on something that i'm not up to date with but i watched crown jewel absolutely uh enjoyed it uh just say what you want about where it is and what it is but when they put on those like wrestlemania type shows and this is clearly a wrestlemania type show it was it's nothing like it. And you see the fans enjoyment like that helps you. Like if you see how much they're enjoying it and, and they're in a, a country that's miles and miles and miles and miles and miles upon miles away and that they love it, it, it adds to it. So I think that all puts it in, uh, in perspective and I loved it. I
0: thought it was a great show. Yeah. And look, if that's the hill you want to die on, not you, Kevin, but fans out there, they're not going to watch it. Cause it's in Saudi Arabia. Well, you got eight more years of it. So yeah, suck it up buttercup. All right. It's happening, and and it's a good show. That fucking Edge, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell was unbelievable. I know people were like a little, you know, some of those older wrestling fans are a little a little salty after Seth Rollins kicks him in the face with the chain around his boot and he kicks out. Oh my god, how is he gonna do that? Um, just man, I, I get it. Like you, some, it takes people out of it. I understand, but but I I don't pay no mind to it you went on a
1: little cru- crusade this week on the twitter just like shitting on wrestling fans not on wrestling. shitting on
0: them calling them out is what i meant it's not the problem is it's 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 that 90% of the wrestling fans that are shit like the wrestling fans are awesome right but what you see on social media it's that 90% of them are shitheads yeah like i'm so this is something I found out the other day, Kevin. Uh-oh. When it says there's a 30% chance of rain in West Orange, mm-hmm. that means there's a 100% chance of rain, just 30% where you are. Right. So for the wrestling community, there's a 100% chance that they're awesome, but I see 90% that are shitheads that are fuck faces, that are morons, and that's all that's on my goddamn timeline is people with terrible takes. Yeah, shit. you got to follow the advice that you used to give us. Block it out. Don't engage. Don't react. Don't do it. So I did a couple events this week for the food truck that were... I felt a little guilty, all right? Uh I I didn't do anything. I collected Uh a big check at the end. That's right. I made like eight pizzas. So I spent like three hours fucking just scrolling Twitter Wednesday and Thursday. Killing time in the afternoon, working on some guests for the future, working on some 10 year anniversary things, chitting it up, chatting it up. But, uh, man, fucking,
4: <laughs> there's Matt, just, How,
1: how does that. one chit it
0: up? I just chit it up, man. Just chit, chit, chit it chit, up. Chit, uh, chat, chat, <laughs> chat, 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 chat. Chit it up, chatting it up. I'm going to put it on a necklace. Fucking shiningwizards.com. You can buy it over there, people. That's right. Uh, yeah, but man, people—I just, oof, man—the hate watching and the misery—and people are just fucking dumb, man. People are dumb. The fucking, uh, you know, ooh, I'm sure ooh. you saw. Did you see the thing with Charlotte and? Uh, oh, Mott Spock says if I shave my head for GCW, he will too. Oh boy, possibility. It's cold. When's after. that? When's the next? When's the next GCW show? The one at the Hammerstein Ballroom is January twenty third.
1: Ooh, baby, Matt. That could be a. That could be a bald off.
0: Look, it might happen before then, buddy. I'm not going okay. to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I might just go fucking shave my head one day. <laughs> better to ask for uh...
1: forgiveness than permission.
0: Yes. There you go. And it's hair, it grows back. It's not like, you know. If you're lucky. And it's not like I'm shaving my, if I shave my face, I'm going to have a problem. She doesn't like my face.
1: Oh, my God. I, I would love to see you with full
0: bald, full bare face. It's probably been like, see, I've been with her for like 11 years. And I did it when she went to Burma because I knew she wouldn't be home. Hmm. Uh, and she was still unhappy when she came back and there was very little stubble there. Um yeah. so it's been it's been a long time since I've had no facial hair.
1: Yeah, I sh- I shaved the old uh the beardsky too, because I was planning on getting a, a haircut, but I decided to sleep instead. So
0: Mike Spear Jr. says, hang on to it as long as you can. Oh, that's a that's a statement from a bald man. What are you, John Cougar Mellencamp? Who? Mike Spear. Oh. And Ben did that. Oh. Here's story about Jack and Diane. Hang Who on to 16 it? as long as you can. That's right. John Cougar knew what it was about, baby. But, uh, yeah, I went on. Uh, fucking people are dumb, man. You saw the shit Friday night with Charlotte and Becky.
1: I did not see it, but I read about it. All
0: about it. Oh, right. It's all over the place. First of all. And we're all over the place. We're talking crown jewel. We're talking WWE here. A title trade is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I have a different opinion on that, but
1: I, it, they're the same belt. It doesn't matter. Just different colors. They're the same belt. Who cares who has which one? You're on this show, you get that belt. You're on this show, you get that belt. That's the way it works. Like I never had an issue. Maybe at first I did like when the, I think the tag titles were the ones that did it, maybe like the New Day and I want to say maybe the Usos, but I don't know. They just literally switched the belts and I was like, all right, this is silly because like you won those belts. Like these are the ones that you won. You didn't win these. But then I'm yeah. like, "Like you know what? They're the same fucking thing.
0: Let me ask you a question, though, because oh, I'm yeah. with you on that. It's the same fucking belt. They're just a different color and they have to yeah. be with the brand. Is it worthy of a segment on fucking TV?
1: If the switch is not the main like right, you promote it as a title exchange, right? But if that leads to something else, then yes. Like, you know, it's 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 the same thing as like a contract signing. Do we really need to see a freaking contract signing every time there's a match? No. But it it leads to something that furthers it. it. It was supposed to lead to Sasha Banks, you know, being a part of this and being the new, you know, top baby face on SmackDown. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? not Who cares? That's right. Um, so again, I don't, I, I don't care about the title exchange. They're the same, like you said, they're the same exact championship. They're per, first of all, you have, and and the titles are only as valuable as the people holding them. You have the top two stars, arguably in the company, especially on the female roster with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. They're, they're equals to me. So
0: Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, so, the, obviously, you know, what they're reporting is the switch did not go as planned. And you can see it when you watch it back. Um, both oh, yeah. women are a little aggressive in the uh, in the handing over the title and throwing the title at each other and throwing it on the ground. And it it looks awkward. And then when you find out later that there was a problem backstage afterwards, it kind of makes sense. But there were people who were like, Well, now Charlotte's going to end up in AEW. Buddy, guy, stop. Stop. She's under fucking contract. She is no different than every other person who's ever been released from the WWE. She just can't quit and show up in AEW. No. Stop. She can take her ball and go home. Oh, yeah. But that means that doesn't mean anything. No, she could be out of action as long as, you know, Tessa Blanchard was before we ever see her again. And listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Charlotte, like, she's really good at her
1: job, but now it's almost to the point where, like, you know, she's an arrogant, <laughs> if, you, if you will. So, like, and it comes across. And when you read the stuff that you read and then you see it on TV, you're like, and listen, God bless it. Because, you know, that makes me hate her that much more. Like, it, it's great. If 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 she's a heel, I don't know. I guess she's a heel, right? Is she a heel? She has to be, right? She's got to be a heel. So if she's a heel, she's doing her job yeah, yeah, tremendously. Feuding with,
0: she's feuding with Bianca Belair, right? I thought it was Sasha Banks. Because Bianca got drafted to Raw, right? Right, but they were feuding before. Yeah. Like, didn't Charlotte want to lose the title to her last week? Want to lose the title to her? Yeah, like, reports are saying, like, she wanted to lose the title to her last week.
1: Oh, that makes me hate her less then. Because if she wanted to put over
0: Bianca, that's that's awesome. Oh, she, she loves Bianca. She thinks she's a future star, and she wants to do everything to help her. And according to this report from Talk Sport, Talk Sport, Sport, she yeah. believed it would have been a big win for Bianca, and that a DQ finish hurt that. I guess when, they had a match last week on Raw.
1: Couldn't tell you that, but if me either. that, I mean, that makes me. That literally, like, literally in the span of like five seconds, that makes me hate her less, because I do think Bianca Belair is not like a future star; like, she is a star, and but still, yeah. like, just like the arrogance, like, and there's like the stuff with Nia Jax, and now there's stuff that being reported, like that people have hated her for a while. Um, just makes me like, ah, like get out of here. You're like the you're like the annoying customer at like Starbucks that just complains about everything and just doesn't. Like give a shit about other people, but the Bianca story makes me, you know, retract a little of that.
0: So, yeah. Well, Charlotte felt that the 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 belt thing, the way they had it planned out, which is why she wouldn't give the belt to Becky, was because Becky wanted to have a Becky two belts moment where she looks good with both belts and doesn't give the belt to Charlotte. So she was not happy against uh, with that, according to reports. Uh, I did not she- see that. I did, not, yeah, what so, I, read, I did not see that. Uh, so as TalkSport reported, Charlotte Flair fought all day against the title switch. In fact, it's believed no one involved was happy about it. Lynch and Flair then had a verbal confrontation backstage after the segment with Lynch claiming Flair was disrespected, disrespecting her by trying to make her look bad. Lynch reportedly wanted to have a Becky two belts moment with both titles, which didn't happen.
1: All right, well, I I 100% agree with Charlotte. If Charlotte doesn't have anything to counter that with, then a Becky Two Belts moment with Charlotte just standing there like a fool without a belt in her hand Makes her would list. be ridiculous.
0: Do you think Charlotte Flair just wants out, and she, instead of instead of just asking for it, she knows she's not going to be given it, so she has to... Like, you, you think she's unhappy with her position in the WWE? Do yeah, you think she's not happy that Andrade's not there anymore? I mean of course that that that's something but I mean
1: I don't I don't know maybe the way that maybe that because her father's not there anymore maybe because Andrade's not there anymore uh, I, but she's still the top she's still the top women's wrestler in the company like and she's still making god knows how much money but again I don't I can't get in her head I don't know but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, everyone seems to say when they leave
0: WWE that they're they're happier.
1: So, do you think she
0: is? Do you think she's been pitched creative ideas and she just does not like any of it?
1: I don't know. That's it, a question that you'd have to you'd have to be there to answer. But if if I'm gonna speculate, I mean, what is there to really
0: do? Like, who are you? Gonna, you're gonna feud so, with? Okay, so so we hear all these crazy reports coming out, right? Like the one, I think it was last week that said the idea they pitched for Adam Cole. So they want him to shave his head and be Keith Lee's manager. All right.
1: Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, that'd be the most ridiculous thing ever, but we're we're, we're talking about a guy who was on NXT, which Vince McMahon had nothing to do with, as opposed to your top star on a
0: brand for a long time. Fair enough. But this is also somebody you were courting and you were going to give him a million dollar contract to stay with you. And if he took that, Contract? You're gonna shave his head and make him a manager? That seems a little silly. No, I, if it's true, yeah, it's a hundred percent silly. But if
1: I feel like Charlotte, like just like guys like, you know, like Cena, like Rock, or you know, like uh, I don't even know, like right now, like probably Roman and and um and Drew, maybe not Drew McIntyre, but like if charlotte's in a place where she could kind of like say like no i don't want to do that
0: and it's okay right no i agree with you 100 i think she's she's earned that right the other question for you with charlotte what else is there for her to do exactly like
1: how like who were you gonna feed with you tried the, the rhea ripley thing and that, that, that i don't know they're uh, that don't even get me started on that like mm-hmm. uh like who? Like you're not built like just like every other. You're not building new stars in the in the women's division, especially on SmackDown. Bianca Belair is it, and she's already a star. She's already held your belt. She won the Royal Rumble. So like, what else is like? What else is there? Are we, we're gonna see Charlotte Flair against Sasha Banks again for the millionth time,
0: or against Becky.
1: Well, isn't Becky on the other show?
0: No, I know, but just you know, like the to your point, there's yeah, okay. You know, you can have Coke or you can have Coke. <laughs> There's no other I, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the well is dried up. Like, and, and look, man. Well,
1: like the draft might do something because it didn't. Like Io Shirai get drafted to SmackDown. Isn't like someone else? I
0: thought she was a, like I don't know. Isn't like Shotzi Blackheart there now too, or something? As uh, a, maybe. Think? I know Io Shirai is like an. Isn't she the NXT Tag Team Champion?
1: No, maybe, maybe not Io so Shirai. Cool. Who am I thinking of?
0: I have not, no Io idea.
1: No, I think Io Shirai got drafted to SmackDown, and I think Tegan Knox and Shotzi got split. So Shotzi's on SmackDown, and Tegan Knox is on Raw, I
0: think. Yeah, but isn't Io Shirai the NXT Women's Tag Champion with Zoe Stark? Oh, yeah. maybe.
1: So then, who got drafted to? Who am I thinking of that got drafted oh, well, to? I
0: have no idea. I have no clue. Let me see All if right. it's in my notes here for SmackDown. If anyone, uh. Let's see if anyone showed up new. I know the hit row had beat up some local guys. Oh, maybe her. Maybe uh, B-Rabbit or whatever her name is. B-Fab. B-Fab. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh.
1: my God. I just got the inside
0: joke that I had with Kate oh, the other night. All right. Never mind. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. So uh, Crown Jewel, uh, Edge Rollins, I thought was a great match. Uh, I thought the, the Mansoor uh, Ali stuff was fun. And then they brought in the karate guy and that was cool. Cause he got a huge fucking pop.
2: Yeah, that was cool. Um, Gorilla Monsour, man.
0: Undefeated. Yeah. Um, hi, Tony.
2: What's up fellas. How you guys doing?
0: Good. How are you? Beat
2: to shit, dude.
1: Tony more like tardy.
2: Tardy to the party.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> look better than the, the, than us though. I feel yeah. like shit, dude. Still, still recovering from that booster shot. Big guy. Uh, Oh, you got the boost? Yeah, you see that shit right there? Yeah, I see a bite, uh, bicep. I Fuck, see some, yeah, some redness. That's very red.
2: Yeah. yeah, it still fucking hurts. It's
1: awful. Oh, What'd you yeah. get, the Pfizer or the Modern?
2: Pfizer, baby, Pfizer. Pfizer oh, we'll never lies. All Pfizer on me. You going to take a little nap there, big guy? Uh, no, I'm fucking tied up with all kinds of other shit. All kinds of other shit. Uh Kids trying to get into high school. He's fucking needing help with what do his mean, homework. And you mean trying shit. to get into high school? Well, he's trying. He's got some schools picked out that he wants to get into. So he wants to make sure he's got all his shit oh. together.
1: Oh, like private schools?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They okay. got that. They got that foot doctor money over there, bro. That's <laughs>
1: true. Sure
0: Wait, no. you want
2: to, I would yeah. show my foot, but I don't feel like grossing Kevin off because I heard Kevin had a hell of a weekend with picks.
0: We we all did.
2: We all did? No, I thought Kevin did better than everybody. No, we, we all, all had the
0: same exact picks. Wait uh, what? records. We all the same exact records.
2: Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. I no. thought Matt I thought Matt went perfect on Crown Jewel, to be honest with I you. I thought you went perfect on Crown Jewel. No, I picked uh I got demon uh Demon Balor wrong. I thought Wait, I didn't pick right, Woods. Like... I, I picked
2: I picked Finn. You guys, but you guys talked about it already. I don't want to talk about. No, it no, anymore. no. We, we, no, we're, we'll, we're
0: in the middle of discussing many uh, things right now, so you're good. Okay. So can okay. I explain
2: my reasoning why I went with Finn? Look, yes. I don't want to change the subject unless no, this no, is what you guys were, we're talking about. We're, okay. No, we're
1: right in it. We're in the middle. We're right in the middle of it, baby. Gotcha. Yeah. Fucking tardy Tony, relax over there. Yeah, it's not a big deal, man. First of all, we're talking about WWE, so who really gives a shit?
2: Can I talk about my favorite show on the Shining Wizards Network, Turnbuckle Throwbacks?
0: Yeah, way to wear a shirt for somebody who's not on the fucking show. You tool. listen, I
2: had three seconds to fucking get down here, right? So relax well, that, your fucking balls.
0: Well, Danhausen's not on the show, Matt. Oh well, wow. Danhausen's also not on the Shining Wizards Network, so I'm not going. is my favorite T-shirt for my uh, favorite uh, show oh, on the okay. Shining right, Wizards so, Network.
1: On the, on the network, okay. So I see what you meant.
0: Supporting um, the second. So,
1: so I went with Finn because I really thought they could do something cool with like a heel, like actually having him be the Demon King.
0: Like oh, yeah. wouldn't
1: that make sense? Wasn't that his like isn't that his nickname? Like the Demon
0: King? That would be great creator right? from WWE, mm-hmm. but we know that's not going to happen. Nope. It would have been great if he was the king though and he put but, a king on his ding dong. Uh, a crown on <laughs> his ding dong.
2: King eggplant? <laughs> You're fucking gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ladies would eat it up, literally. Oh, nom 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 nom. nom. Kevin, Kevin either is frozen? King Dong. Oh, there he is. He rules over his King Dong. No no,
1: no, no, I was here, but I there was definitely lag, so I, I, I laid out.
0: So, Tony, but, did you watch any yeah, of the crown jewel? Oh, sorry. Uh, Go, ahead. Go ahead, Kev. Hold on. Kevin's got Are you lagging over there? Are you plugged in again this week? Yeah,
1: we're lagging. We're good. Go ahead, T-Dong. T-Dong I want T-Dong to, to speak on this. I didn't
0: watch any of it. Oh, I watched great, great. I
2: watched one thing from w w e and that was the handing over of the belts, but we could talk about that later.
0: Well we had uh, talked a little bit about it, so let's hear your take.
2: I can't wait for Charlotte to leave. I can't wait for her to leave <laughs> fuck her fucking four. She, somebody made a great point. these belts have been in existence for like five years, and she's like a twelve time champion. How the fuck does that happen? come on, come so on let me let me get your
1: take on what. Like art, what me and Matt kind of thought of. At this point, they're the same belt. Like who? Like it's the same exact thing. Granted, you didn't win necessarily win that one or the other, but handing them over doesn't mean anything because it's the exact same championship. No, two, you see,
2: but but that's the point. And two,
1: on two ladies that
2: are the exact same level. But that's the point. We shouldn't have to have this nonsense. Don't write these stories where these idiots have to change brands. Let them lose the belts before that. It's stupid. All right, well, what do
1: you you think about this, though? Like, I kind of compared it with, like, contract signings, where contract signings are worthless, too, unless it leads to something else. So if this segment was just put together to lead to something, as silly as the initial
2: segment might be... Kevin, what's coming up next month?
1: Oh, that's the survivor series. Brand supremacy. <laughs> but it wouldn't matter the belts are still the same if you if you kept them on
2: each other like it wouldn't make a difference. Like Yeah, okay? but it but it makes the belts seem like fungible nonsense and they're not supposed to be portrayed that way. They're supposed to, "Oh, look at me." They're supposed to be portrayed as like the championship of your brand and to just walk over and hand it over and just take something else it's, it's kind of shitty it really but, is i i fucking hate all that shit i really but, hate it
1: but when they're literally like at this point where matt made matt made a great point where they're just the same belt with a different color on them so like literally tony i'm telling you like never in the world has the has two championships meant the exact same thing and just had a different shade on them like you can make a case where you had the unifications for the you know, the Intercontinental and the Hardcore. One was different than the other. You know, the U.S. and Intercontinental are always compared to each other, but they're at least different. The Universal and the World Championship. they're essentially the same but they're a little bit different because there's like these two are the exact same thing.
2: Well, I understand the lineage, but how are they any different? I mean, like one of the, one of the women's belts, doesn't it have lineage through the divas title and the woman's title and all that? I, you, and all that Which jazz? one,
1: which one, which one do you think does tell me right now? Which one do you think does? Cause I don't know. I, I would guess the,
2: the, the raw one. I mean, that would be my guess,
1: but that was a woman's championship that was defended on both brands. Cause yeah, when but that not initial... anymore. Because well, when that initial draft happened, Brock and, the, and Jazz were able to compete, or Triple H and Jazz, I think it was Brock, maybe in Triple H, were able to compete on both shows. So there was no Raw. The, the lineage for that women's championship is universal. No pun intended. See?
2: Yeah. The WWE Raw Women's Championship has its lineage through the Divas Championship. Remember at WrestleMania when What's or Nuts Lita came out and premiered that belt?
1: But that was no, no. But that's not raw though. That was the women's championship. That wasn't the but raw that, women's championship.
2: No, 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 no. That is the raw women's championship. That's the same lineage. Yeah, as the by title.
1: by face, by by what it looks like, but it's.
4: Hmm, what's going it on here?
0: Wow, you, you've literally—I just brought the whole conversation to a halt because Kevin uh, Ryan Sullivan said. I think Kevin said it. Just auto switch the belts once the draft happens.
2: Or why don't you just fucking name the belts something other than Raw and SmackDown? Why can't they have the world titles on one show and the universal titles on the other show and be done with it? Like you said, Kev, we don't have this problem with the major championships because they're different names. We don't have problems with the secondary titles because they're different names. So who gives a fuck? Make Just name them something else. Women's Champion A and Women's Champion A1. I don't give a fuck. They're a not world bananas Women's and the universe. Not bananas in
1: pajamas walking down the stairs. It just... It's all the same
3: shit.
2: It, but it's just fucking stupid. It's stupid. Imagine, imagine the Yankees win the American League and the Mets win the National League, and fucking whoever the fucking president of baseball is goes, right. Hey, you guys, it's the same difference. So switch to fucking championships. You think they're gonna fucking hand them over and say, fuck you, dude, nah, we won this nah, one.
1: So you can't do that because there's no DH in the uh in the
0: I Who
2: gives a fuck? <laughs> Uh, There's no do drop on one of the brands either. What makes a difference? Who fucking cares? Uh
0: Gilligan Hensler says on oh, just book sh- uh or just book better shit. Why didn't they just have Bianca win on Monday night? Because the they because ideas. because they love the stupid segments that
1: that may mean nothing, i.e. contract extent or contract signings, i.e. uh you know, summits. We're going to have a summit here. Uh it's because it's a way to Hopefully, if Charlotte doesn't screw it up, progress a storyline that would have gotten Sasha Banks involved. And it's just it's just silly talk. And I again I don't hate the I don't hate the title exchange. I don't hate it. If it's if, if it's if it's the woman's or the tag, that's it.
2: Here's the solution. Champions are undraftable. Boom. Done. Over. Then you don't have to fucking worry about any of this nonsense. You don't have to worry about fucking Ric Flair Jr. Taking her dick out. Going, I ain't fucking handing you this belt.
1: Kate. Oh, wait. Damn it. That wasn't the one I wanted to show.
2: Hold on. There you go.
1: Yes, Kate. In WWE, wins and losses mean absolutely nothing.
2: Oh, they don't mean anything anywhere. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. How many dude, times dude. Cody Rose wins? and nothing. lose? Fucking people still hate him. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Whatever. It's Whatever, hot dude. hot topic. Whatever. Didn't fucking Nick Gage lose again? Who gives a fuck? Everybody loves him. So what's the fucking difference? None of it. It's fucking meaningless. Fuck, you know what? Fuck wrestling. Fuck this shit.
0: Oh, he just threw, I think he just threw some uh, post-its at his computer. I did. Tony,
1: Tony, let's start a Transformers podcast.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, well, no I'm going to keep the anger rolling here as we go through this uh, crown jewel. Uh, Zelina, Fox def- uh, Zelina Fox. Zelina
2: Fox. Who the fuck is that? Zelina
0: Fox. Zelina Vega. She beat Dewdrop <laughs> to win. The-
2: <laughs> real-
0: Can't even say it without laughing. It's a real sentence, people. Dewdrop uh, to win the Queen's crown tournament. This match lasted nearly six minutes, and I Ooh. think that is about four minutes uh, less than the whole tournament for the women's, which is fucking disgusting that the WWE tries to make a big deal out of this Queens crown thing. And they give you a full tournament and they give you 16 minutes of action. Oh, spread out over what nine matches, eight matches do better. WWE.
2: No, fuck that. Everybody do better with these fucking nonsensical tournaments. You know what we're going to have? Oh, did, did we talk about this last week? I don't think we did. Oh. Alexander Hammerstone relinquished the, uh, the open weight championship, the national open weight title. So, guess what's coming, MLW? Another fucking tournament. Oh, incorrect, He Doc. What do you mean? Where's my bell? I don't there have my There will bell. be no throat Wait, who's, who's getting the bell?
0: There will be a six man ladder match.
2: Oh. All right, all right, totally.
1: Tony, all right. Really? So you don't want a tournament?
2: No, no, I want to know. I want to know who's in the ladder match. If it's going to be like Mads Kruger and Calvin Tankman, this is going to be a
0: fucking sight to all see. Right. There will be a five-man ladder oh, five. match uh, Saturday, November sixth. Alex Shelley, ooh. okay. Myron Reed,
2: okay. All
0: right. Zenshi.
2: ooh. Uh, all right.
0: Alex Kane, okay. And a fifth wild card entrant. Oh. It's the demon. The kiss demon. Better be fucking Tajiri again. You fucking assholes.
2: <laughs> Calvin Tankman.
0: You know, I know we're all over the place here. I I'll get your... my bell. Keep talking. All right. Well, Kate the... <laughs> Kate, the great... <laughs> my bell. Kate the Great Gilligan, she wants to know, does Tony like anything other than Bruno San Martino? I'll take this one. Kevin please. The answer is
1: no.
2: Look what, what arrived, folks. Look what arrived. I'm not the only one that spends fucking insane amounts of money on wrestling memorabilia. What's the, hold on. Well, What's Matt, the insane
0: I mean. amount of money?
2: Uh, I think I spent 60 bucks on this maybe. That's, I forget. It's not terrible. That's Check one, it out. That's Look at this.
0: Ring of Honor buddy pal.
2: Bruno live and in living color. Well, dead in, in living color. Gross. You know what I mean? You want to know what's great about this? So this program is from the October 4th, 1981 show at the Meadowlands. Uh-huh. Look. Look who's in the back. This one this one surprised me. Again, careful with
1: that, Tony. You spent the yeah, whole really, $60 dude, on it. Dude, Against dude.
2: Baron Mikkel Cicluna. Look at that. A very young, scrappy-looking Kurt Hennig. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That
1: looks like the uh, NXT UK guy, the Russian guy. Drag off.
0: Oh. Drag him off. Yeah. Drag him off. You mean your NXT
2: UK champion drag him off. That's right. Drag him
0: off and beat his ass. (laughs) Uh, So Zahelina Vega. (laughs) Goldberg beat Bobby Lashley. Nobody gives a shit. Oh, was good, though. I enjoyed that. Xavier Woods is the king of the ring, so that's fun. That's fucking awesome. That's the greatest thing that came out of the crown jewel. Can we get a robe guy, though? We couldn't put his robe on. All right, ready now? Here's my question to you, gentlemen. We'll start a little okay. conversation here. All right. Big E, WWE world champion. Kofi Kingston, whatever, WWE world champion. Xavier Woods, King of the Ring. Greatest achievements by a faction in wrestling history. No. No. The because X. the
2: shield the shield tops it immediately if you're going by stuff like that, I think. Would
0: you I would say the revolution uh rev- revolution.
2: Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, whatever. Well it is a mystery. But here, the the difference the difference with <coughs> with um the New Day is that these guys are still doing it technically as a group. There's been nothing that's come forth where these guys have been split up. Like I know they're on different brands and whatnot, but they're all still part of the New Day and they're all still working together. So No, they're not. I think they're all on the same show now, aren't they? Are they back all together? I don't know. Anyone <laughs> in the group wanna help us? Come on, Kate Gilligan, whatever.
0: Yeah, let me tell you, if you have not been following Kate on Twitter, she had a, a very interesting Jericho cruise. Apparently, it took her eight hours to get on the fucking boat the other day.
2: And, and the, the skipper, if I, too. If I must say, Kate been putting some fucking thirst pictures up on that uh, on that Instagram, not the Instagram, right. yeah, on the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Good she for can't. her. Go
0: yeah. for it. If you're on vacation, fuck it. She should have put the phone away, though. Just fucking enjoyed herself.
2: Yeah, you can't do that shit. She's probably the the kind of person that goes to a concert and just films the whole fucking thing instead of watching it.
0: Kate, comment? Probably. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, so now I will call her every character I can think of from a show where you've been shipwrecked. And I only know...
2: Just start naming people from Love Boat. I was just
0: going to do that, but I don't know any of the characters. The Love Boat exciting
2: and new. Who who was the bartender? Uh Isaac Hayes? No. It was oh, Isaac, no. Isaac the bartender.
0: Yeah, act like I ever watched the fucking love boat. You
2: remember Ted Lang? She used to like go, like do this shit at the bar.
0: Who's the little oh. who, who was a little who's a
2: little
1: dude from Fantasy Island that always go the plane, the plane? Tattoo? Yeah, Kate's tattoo. The plane, the plane. So every every time they docked, she went to the beach, she would just yell,
3: mm-hmm. the,
2: plane, the plane. Tattoo kissed the fucking good end of a shotgun. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did.
1: Well, let's hope the story turns out a little better for Kate.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) think it will. I think it will. I think it will. Um, So back to that question, any group in wrestling history, some people say now that the new day is the greatest faction in the history of professional wrestling because they have had these individual achievements, but they've, it's been part of the new. They're not separate as Tony said. I still,
1: I still feel like you had DX. I mean, you had Triple H and Shawn Michaels in the same group.
0: Yeah, but they, tr- I, Triple H did not achieve the level of success that he had until after the first time Shawn Michaels left, which, if you really count it, is like the tenth time he took his ball and left. So he's a piece of shit. Um, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But then he came back, I guess, later in what 05? So, no, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, and they were, but they were. They just didn't have their success. They didn't have. They didn't
1: reach main event heights while they were still together. They did it separately. And then when they were already made, they came back together. All right. That's fair. Right. Um, yeah, NWO? No, really? Horseman? Not really. Not really because
0: uh, that was like Rick was always the champ. champ yeah. And then – all, right, well, just... all right. So let's, let's pump the
1: brakes here because Xavier Woods won a king of the ring. That doesn't mean anything
0: yet.
2: Yeah, but they're like forty-five time tag team champions on top of everything. Well, no? that doesn't mean
1: anything either, because if that's the case, then the Four Horsemen would be there.
0: I don't think they held the, t- the tag titles that many times. But you got to put it in perspective in terms of what era
1: we're in. Like, I mean, you could do, you, the Hart Foundation
0: could be there. Too. Kate said uh, she enjoys herself and posted some things. You dork! I take pictures. I don't spend sixty-five dollars on pillows. Sue me. Uh, they were sixty dollars plus. I got a discount because I'm an honor club member, so they came out to like forty-five bucks a pillow.
2: Well, a lot you fucking do.
0: Yeah, and Kate says she has to post thirst traps keep Dan Barry in check tonight. What does that mean? Who's I don't Dan know. Barry? I think her and Dan Barry have like a thing. Hmm. Who's, Who's Dan, Dan? Barry? Who's He's Barry? our guest tonight at eight o'clock. Gotcha.
2: Dan Barry joining us tonight at eight.
0: Thanks, Tony. Welcome to the show. That's <laughs> what I do. Slate Tony. Oblivious
1: tarty Tony. Tony. Tardy Tony. Change it to Tardy Tony. Obviously, uh, I hope it's
2: make think I have like problems. No, it will
1: <laughs> spell it with a T then.
2: <laughs> That's what I meant.
1: No, tarty. Tarty? Like what? Like
2: fish and chips? A little tarty?
1: That's right. You're a big old filet.
0: Give me back my filet fish.
1: Give me back my fillet fish. Give me that fish. Give right, me back so, my fillet fish.
0: I guess it's the new day. No new day. I mean, nah, not- he is the king of the ring, but where you know what does, does that mean? He's on the way up. It's been a while since we've seen them elevate the king of the ring, a la yeah. Red Heart, Owen Hart style. Uh, I think
1: probably it probably it would have been regal. If Regal didn't screw it screw it up himself, but Booker T obviously is arguably probably the greatest King of the Ring of all time, I would imagine. In terms of what it did for him, Bret Hart was already a world champion before he won King of the Ring. Owen, so, it, or, Owen or
2: Owen or Owen or Austin. Well, but I think Booker king, T. Yeah, wow, Austin Booker was five time WCW champion before he became King of the Ring. Yeah,
1: but how many of those did he have in WWE? How many did he win in WWE? He only lost it in WWE.
2: Don't hate to play it, Kevin.
0: That's right. Y'all know the rest of that. Uh Biggie retained over Drew McIntyre. Becky Lynch won a three-way. Uh,
2: Ooh, sounds exciting. Bianca I'm intrigued by
0: that question, though, man. I'm still trying to think. You can come back to it. Bianca Belair did the uh, the one-handed press slam, which is pretty impressive.
2: Good for her. Wait, did yeah, you, did, did the braid hold up the other side? Like, no, she's just a one-handed.
1: Well, Matt, Matt you, know why, you know why it was impressive?
0: Because it was a one-handed press slam.
2: Oh, fucking boo.
0: <laughs> and uh Roman Reigns was successful against Brock Lesnar. I really liked this match until the ref bump. Yeah. Why can't we just have a fucking clean, fucking main event?
2: Brock Lesnar. You got to protect him, bro. You don't need to protect him.
0: And he's fucking. Oh, uh, wait a
2: minute. Wait a minute. If this was an AEW match, you'd be like, this was great. They protected Brock. It was awesome. They'd give you that little bit of an out. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. No.
0: Look, I don't think Brock needs to be protected. And yes, he, he does. He's the beast amazing-
2: incarnate. You chase he Kevin makes- away. I, I
0: hope, hope you're happy. Good. He makes an amazing baby face, Brock Lesnar, by the way. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He always has been. Until we hate him again. That's how it goes. So we all went nine and one. I lost the Seth Rollins edge match. Tony picked Dewdrop. It's a real thing. Kevin picked Finn Balor. Yeah. So we all Tony- came out
2: even on the night?
0: Yes, the whole weekend we all came out even, buddy. Tony, do you have anything to say about your your do-drop pick?
2: Yeah, I I had a feeling Zelina was going to win. I even posted that as soon as I posted my picks, but I figured, eh, let's just take a chance. I mean, I am in the lead, so I got some points to play with. That's right. And you know what that is, Tony? A fucking loser move?
0: No, that's a Mike do-drop.
2: Oh, fucking (laughs) hell.
0: Yeah, nothing changed in terms of our standing, so... For the whole weekend, we all went nine and one at the Crown Jewel, and we all went four and three at Bound for Glory.
2: We all went nine and one at Crown Jewel. That's so awesome.
0: Yeah. And then we all essentially shit the bed at Bound for Glory. Oh, that's that's a lot that's of, a, yeah. A lot of crazy stuff.
2: Can, can I, the, before, before we get in, are we done with WWE? Because before we cover Impact, and I know oh. Kevin's chomping for this because this is a baby.
1: I, whatever you guys want to do, I really don't care.
2: However, we were supposed to pick a third show this weekend. But can I just say, as the resident NWA expert, we were doing a little uh, little dumpster diving looking for information. I say dumpster diving because we couldn't find fuck all to confirm anything about what exactly was going to happen on this show. And... I do pray tell that at 7.40 p.m. live, while you're listening to this on the Facebook and the YouTube and anywhere else, on Monday night, October 25th, I still have no fucking idea of any of the results of that show. So what the fuck, NWA? Seriously? Even your website, you don't even have the full card listed. You had the main event match, and then you had scheduled to appear and just a list of everybody who was fucking appearing. They didn't even give us an update as to who was going to replace Kylie Ray in the tag match. What the fuck? I was really fucking annoyed. You know I'm a fucking big time mark for the NWA, and I was looking forward to this shit, and just fucking forget it. And now the now this shit's not even going to be on Fight until Wednesday. It wasn't even airing live. Bless you, Kevin. Sorry, sorry. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get back to the StreamYard page in time. It just really fucking annoyed me, dude. It really annoyed me. So we all made the uh, executive uh, con- uh, complete decision not to pick that show because Fuck if we even know what happened.
0: Right. well, we couldn't find a fucking card.
2: Wikipedia, was, find... dude. Wikipedia was so bad. I was changing Wikipedia to fucking get it up to date. Oh, I can't yeah. remember the last time I edited anything on Wikipedia.
0: So I don't know Why if you, you noticed like last... that. what do you mean? Wiki. Wiki. Wiki We Wiki, oh, Wiki. say Wikipedia,
1: isn't
2: it? Wikipedia. I was listening to a little uh nucleus earlier today. Jamone, Wiki Wiki Wiki.
0: All right, there you go. I don't know if you noticed last week, but I had all the cards scrolling across the bottom, right? hmm Right? I went and I did the whole NWA card yeah, last week before. Then I looked at it, I go, none of this is fucking right. <laughs> nope. None wrong. of this makes sense. <laughs> I just deleted it. I'm like, fuck this noise. <laughs> it, it pissed me off so much. Well, T- Tony, I don't know if you follow the NWA on Twitter, but somebody, <laughs> somebody attacked Trevor Murdoch. While he was signing autographs inside of a steel cage.
2: Now they can fucking put this on Twitter. They can't give us the results. Like, are they trying to hide shit from us before the pay per view actually airs? Like, I don't. Maybe. Just so fucking it, annoying, dude.
0: I'm with you. Here's my problem: if you're gonna try and sell us on this pay per view, and you're gonna tell us it's Sunday, then let me watch it fucking Sunday.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why they. Like, could they not get? I mean, it's fucking 2021, and you're the National Wrestling Alliance. You got fucking my boy Billy back in this whole fucking thing. They couldn't figure out internet for this shit? Come on, man. And they work with Fight TV all the time. Now, is this is this going to be Wednesday? It's supposed to be Wednesday. When is it going to air? I have no fucking idea. We're getting a fucking Empower, I think, tomorrow night as well.
0: Yeah, and they so- gave us a fucking Power Surge last week. Yeah. So this is a Wednesday NWA pay-per-view?
2: Well, it, it was Sunday, but yeah, it's going to air Wednesday. It's, so this that's is, like N- w- is this NWA first.
1: TNA, essentially, again?
2: Ooh. Wednesday, just really- Wednesday pay-per-views? Yeah, it just, you don't know how much it annoyed me. I was so furious. It would have been awesome. The, the, ma- the matches were so off the wall that we did find that it would have been crazy for us to pick. I think it might have been. It had the potential to be worse than our picks across the board for Impact. Let's put it that way. Because it was all over the fucking place.
0: Yeah, and it just seems like a thrown together pay per view in the middle of, like, all these stories. And and they didn't, you weren't going to see Hawks Airy against the End to find out who the number one contenders were. Wikipedia had Tim Storm and James Storm having a bunkhouse match. Why? I have there's no, dude, the Battle of Father and Son. But why? There's no rhyme. Bunkhouse match makes it seem like there's a bigger. This is a it's a big feud here.
2: Well, don't forget the last pay per view. Didn't they have the, the shoe in the loo where they wrestled in that no holds barred match? The three of them. It was Tim Storm and who else was in there? Was it Tom Latimer and fuck, I forget who the third person was. But they had some sort of like street fight all over the all over the uh, chase. So that's maybe right. maybe that's Tim Storm's thing now. Maybe they're booking him in specialty matches. I don't know. He got his ass handed to him by Tom Latimer on NWA Power last week.
0: Uh, nwa power surge sir. power surge and
2: then we got the replay of camille and uh, legit layla so if you didn't see that uh for the pay-per-view it was worth a watch but having already seen it whatever
0: right it was a very uh when i saw that it was a power surge today i was like well i have to watch nwa this week
2: yeah yeah very disappointing yeah oh yeah. and oh. nick aldis wrestled in poland so you know he wasn't too fucking hurt
0: They had footage of that match so who knows when's the, and you know who attacked Trevor Murdoch?
2: Yeah, I know. The guy that the guy that stole the fucking girl from our boy Ball's Mahoney. From the only ECW that mattered.
1: I'll hold on, wait. Stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't
0: tell me I gotta drive. remember. I gotta remember. I gotta remember. Yeah, why you think about it, I will drive to North Arlington and stab you if you refer to that as the Come only on, ECW man. That matters. What? Kev, it was Kelly Kelly. What, Mike not Mike Knox. <laughs>
2: Mike yeah. Knox, your new challenger for the 10 pounds of gold. ECW legend, Mike Knox, man. <laughs> Good to see him back.
0: So happy Trevor Murdoch is the NWA World Champion. Correct. Champ. Ding. Fucking Knox, if you will. Oh, my goodness. Is, is Kevin, is 14 minutes enough time to talk about Bound for Glory? Plenty. Yeah, I think so. All right. <laughs> 14 minutes. Took like a whole podcast. So uh we had um Crown Jewel Thursday, bound for glory, Saturday night, ten p.m. Oh yeah. From Las Vegas. That's right. Uh I'll tell you, I watched it today. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched all the title matches, and for some ungodly reason I watched the fucking stupid rumble. That was awesome. I guess if you're into Royal Rumbles, I was like I was like, man, I, I I don't know what I'm doing here watching this rumble. I should be watching the fucking tag title match or something. No, I thought the, I thought the rumble was probably like this maybe like the third best match on the card actually. Yeah, I just wasn't into it. I was cr- I was uh short on time too. Um so I watched cuz I had to jam everything in today. That's what she said. Um so I skipped the the digital media media championship match.
2: Digital media
0: yeah, I didn't even
1: th- – that's a real shoot because I didn't, even, I, didn't get th- I didn't see that either because I guess it's really on, like, YouTube or some shit. Yeah, I like think they did.
0: it was, like, part of the pre-show. But Jordan Grace won. She beat Chelsea Green, Follow Bob, Madison Rain, John Skyler, and Crazy Steve to become the inaugural digital media champion.
2: And, you know, I had a feeling I was going to go with her, but then I was like, you know what? C- Chelsea's got the fucking, you know, the-, the the crazy bitch thing going, whatever. I always forget what they call her. Hot mess. The hot mess. I figured maybe that would be the way to go and then have Jordan Grace chase after her, but yeah, but they haven't way. gotten
1: there yet, Tony. She's not she's just she's just Chelsea Green. She's not Oh, she's
2: not crazy Chelsea.
1: No, she's not like half lipstick faced
2: oh man. Or anything. No wonder my pick shit the bed. Oh boy. Uh um, not,
0: not yet, anyway. the uh they opened the show. I watched this, the inspiration defeated the decay to become the new impact knockouts tag team champions. They did this shit yet. They, they did face. it. We all oh, they, 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 they caught a great promo. They were they were hysterical as usual.
1: They're the they should have their own reality show. They should have their own scripted TV series or something because they're just that good. And Billy Kay is great. And she has like her shrieks are just like her vocals are just so like annoying that they're incredible and I missed them. So I believe I tweeted about that, how great they are. And it was I think this was a no-brainer because you bring these these two top uh loved acts. By I guess whatever for lack of a better term they IWC <laughs> everyone loves them so it was I loved it good stuff
0: yeah I like this match too and it was nice to see them get an opportunity to wrestle and they have such uh, powerful personalities that yeah. comes across great on TV and I think this is a huge get for Impact and that women's division that continues to s- fly under the radar sneaky style as one of the best women's divisions in wrestling.
1: It's tough though because it's not the largest division, so you you tend to see like the same kind of mishmash pair-ups every week. But it, it it for what it is and for who they have, it's great. And if they can, can keep if they can keep expanding and bring people in, even if it's on like a a nightly basis, like kind of like AEW does for Dark, uh, then it should it should be fine. Uh,
0: we all won that match. Uh, we had a triple threat for the X-Division Championship. Uh, Trey Miguel ended up winning. I love this match. I thought they did a great job. Kevin picked ELP. I yeah, picked man. Steve Macklin. Uh, Tony, Trey Miguel. So, Yeah,
1: yeah. I picked Phantasmo uh, because I also thought this goes towards another match. I also thought that Bullet Club would win the tag titles. So I felt like all three of them with the belts – for at least a, a time for the time being, because they taped the next day, they tape Sunday and Monday, so they could always lose them. But the image of all of them having the belts at some point, I thought would have been cool. So that's why I went with the ELP there.
0: Yeah, uh, Heath uh, and his mystery partner, which ended up being Rhino, he joined the joined the match midway through. Beat Violent by Design, and we all picked that match right. Uh, great to see Heath oh. back during after he's been out for a year. That was pretty fun.
1: Love me some Heath.
0: Uh, Moose won the call your shot battle Royale. Uh, we got some surprises. The kiss demon showed up. Oh,
1: and he rock and rolled all night and partied every
0: day. He did fucking Johnny Swinger. Such a sucker. He tried to get a fucking autograph.
1: Cause he thought it was Gene Simmons.
0: He's a sucker, man. Oh, he's just a little misguided. Um, our guest is here. Do we want to do we want to pop him in? I don't care. We have a guest. Yeah. Let's see, Mr. Dan Barry. There Love he it. is. There he what is. Up. Mr. Dan
4: Barry, how are you? Uh, I've been drinking since noon, so let's go. What have we got? Holy what questions shit. we got?
0: You are you are the perfect guest for our podcast. Then,
4: well, oh, that's what I'm here for. I felt that uh, you guys called me for a specific reason, and with sobriety was not it.
0: No, but uh What's not. the
4: drink of choice? Jameson, Neat. Ooh. since noon and you're still awake. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say I've been awake since noon. <laughs> Come on, guys.
1: Look at that, Matt. Can, can we take notice of his shirt right there—the FWF shirt?
0: All right. Well, if you two guys want to have a sword fight over it, go nuts. No, it's fine.
3: <laughs>
1: we'll talk about that till later.
0: <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. It's over. It's over. We're done. You Sure. You yeah. guys don't want to major yeah. mark out together?
4: Well, he has history with them. I do. So I met them happened. once in a bar in Tucson, Arizona, so we are like fucking family now. <laughs> I uh, came up with those guys with uh, Matt and Brian, so I mean, uh, I've known them for a very long time. Is that the name drop bell? Cause I hope Yes. Is it. Hell yeah. Return yeah. yeah, to in Mikey like... Whipwreck. <laughs> yeah, it's usually just preserved for me. Oh, so...
2: Well, I mean, he has mentioned the Major Brothers, so we got to ring the
4: bell for that. Come on. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: That's right. That's right. Do you get That'd in be... on the figures? Do you collect the figures?
2: Me? No.
4: God, no. I uh, <laughs> I um you know I I as a kid I had like you know you get the action figures, whatever you, you wrestle with the wrestling figures to wrestle with sucked. They were like the worst figures to wrestle with. So I would get like other action figures and then I'd make them wrestle. So first off, G.I. Joe's. Yes. They could do everything. I was busting out German suplexes when I was five in the G.I. Joe. <laughs> when 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 Macho Man was still doing this thing. I was like, this is garbage. I don't want to be part of that. Um, so I had to have the, the the G.I. Joes. But then I had to move on to bigger guys because my hands started getting bigger. Oh, and so right. then my hands became, I had to get like, a, I used Corporal Hicks from Aliens. Uh, they had action figures at Drake. They had Hicks. So I had them ready to go. Uh, Wolverine, he was my uh, champion. Pro River Plunge was a big finish for him. Um, <laughs> I got the Terminator where like you pull his arm down his face shoots off. He was uh, he was basically my Hagar from uh Streets of Rage, That's what he was. <laughs> brother was busting out spinning pile drivers. <sighs> so good. Wait,
1: wait is Hagar Streets of Rage or is he Final Fight? He's Final Fight,
4: he's... Yeah, Final fight but he's also in Saturday Night Slam Masters, which yep. is where oh, I really got the inspiration Yeah, yeah, from. yeah, yeah. That was then, a cool, uh, very underrated Peter, game, by the way. Saturday, Night Peter Slam Bankman, Masters. hardcore champion, guys. Peter Bankman, the original hey, run of those toys. I had that, Peter Bankman. And as an action figure collector, I'm sure it's probably worth something at this point. But I was making him go through flaming tables, so maybe, (laughs) maybe, maybe I wouldn't be the best toy collector in the entire world. How how are you making flaming tables? Oh, you just whatever you put paper flat fire on them, you just throw them through. I wasn't lighting stuff. You know, I I had this yeah you like because I didn't want to use real fire because as a kid
3: (laughs) you (laughs) not all 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 kids want to play with fire.
4: No. <laughs> I feel bad for the cats in your neighborhood. I don't like this at all. Where are we going with this?
1: Well, Cardona actually used Real Fire to to play with his toys. Oh, you mean
4: Matt Cardona? That's right. He uh Yeah, he would <laughs> Brett Matthews with a Z, you definitely would at that point. <laughs> Thanks for plugging my show below me. Tomorrow night, Rockville Center, New York. I'm opening I'm uh hosting a show with uh you know some great talent. We got Sean Donnelly on Anthony D Domenico, two very funny guys. Definitely go check that out. See that We'll slide my plug in there.
0: Yeah, I, got, I love I got uh your plugs all over the
4: place. I like the Philadelphia with Chuck Nice. Chuck Nice this is a good one. He great dude. Love him. Yeah. Uh one of my favorite people. Uh we got really drunk at a casino in Pennsylvania and I won like eight hundred dollars in one hand and I just got up and walked away.
3: Nice.
4: <laughs> Played, I think it's like Ultimate Texas Hold or something. And uh, I put whatever I'm sitting there, I I don't know how to play this game. And they go, Oh, you just bet. I'm like, Okay, so just put a shitload of money down. The guy's like, That's a lot of money. I want 800 bucks. It's like, Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Just packed up and went to sleep.
3: Yeah,
1: me and and Chuck actually got really drunk in Hoboken one night, which is really, it it was fun.
4: There's a lot of uh, Chuck getting drunk stories. One I heard of Poughkeepsie (laughs) is why I heard the great dude. Yeah,
1: and so tomorrow night, uh, Sean Donnelly, who I've known for a little while, worked with him a couple times, and uh, Anthony. Anthony's a wrestling guy too, right? Is yeah,
4: he? Yeah, man, he's like all the belts and shit. Yeah, he's like you don't have the belts. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I get random ones uh, when I win them, and then they just keep. I keep with the promoter because I don't want to travel with them. I'm lazy. It's a <laughs> it's annoying. It's a nuisance. A lot of people don't get this, but like, if you're a wrestler, you get win like a belt. Like you then travel with that belt, and that's like a nightmare. I hate it. You ever, if you ever go through like. Uh security, they always pull it up, and they go What's this like, Kate
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I How
1: gotta ask this you this. Start? How yeah. did this start by the way? this weird twitter relationship So that you okay guys
4: have. so for the record, I also feel bad for Kate because one uh she's telling people she's engaged with me like what if I oh, like way to lower your standards uh <laughs> two <laughs> um what happened was is <laughs> She was playing a game, FMK, She should but Fuck, Marry, Kill. I don't know if I can yeah. swear on this show. I just do, whatever. Uh, f- FMK, and I was like, please K me. Because you can't say the word kill on Twitter or people get upset. So I was like, yeah. let me just say K, and I'll just, uh, you know, K me. And she goes, no, I'm definitely going to M you now. I'm like, no, please God, no. So she did it out of spite. She said she was going to marry me. So we became uh, engaged. <laughs> At least but like people me. really comment to her saying like I've gotten a few messages like Are you guys really engaged? I'm like I met her once like in person yeah. like it's, it's not really. She interviewed me in an Excite show and I I cut probably one of the weirdest promos I've ever cut I think and so it's love yeah we're getting married sounds um,
0: like it oh, yeah. good for you and sounds you know. like a wrestling
4: wedding congratulations yeah, yeah. so uh, I think uh, Ludwig Borg is going to come out and clothesline me in the middle of the wedding he's going to take her and they're going to well, become a new faction oh you're going to be a... kind of tough. You gonna yeah, get a necromancer at your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do actually. My brother's a big DM and he's a, he like he've a necromancy spell ready to go.
0: Uh Dan, do you want to talk about wrestling at all or you just go want right. to shoot the shit cuz no, well, this is fun. I just don't want you to think you wasted your time.
4: No, I I literally had some chicken teriyaki and I sat down to do this. So we're good. I'll talk about whatever you want. All right. Chicken's so how, very- does,
1: how does how does how does chicken teriyaki pair with the Jameson?
4: Uh, it went down smooth, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I went to a local restaurant, The One Sushi. I'll put it over. It's a good it's a good place in uh, Amityville, New York. And it uh, made me a delicious chicken teriyaki with uh, white rice.
0: You went to a place that's called The One Sushi and you got chicken teriyaki?
4: Well, I have to get certain – so I've been trying to lose weight and I've been trying to gain muscle, right? So like, I have like a very strict diet. And their chicken teriyaki is like two full chicken breasts. and It was a pretty good deal. And You had to eat a white rice and broccoli and you get like most of your protein macros out of that.
0: How's the weight loss thing going? I saw a picture of you and Greg, excellent. And he looks like he's lost a whole person.
4: Yeah, he's lost way more than me. He's doing like way better at this than I am. Uh I'm down a little over 40 pounds. Uh nice. I was 240 in uh probably July of last year and now I'm like a little under I'm a little under 200, like 195. Um I float. I go back and forth in my weight so it kind of fluctuates. Uh my lowest was 190, but that lasted like a day. Um, so now, so now I'm just trying to get to that point. I, uh, just want to look like, I just want to be able to take my shirt off, like at a Hawaiian Island or something mm. and not be like uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I just want to like, I, I'm not even gonna be the worst person looking there, like regardless, but I just want to make sure that like, nobody kind of goes like, Oh, you
0: should have gone on, on the Jericho cruise. Cause then you definitely would have not been the worst looking person there.
4: I, uh, couldn't get booked. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they, they didn't decide to book. Guys who were in one successful tag teams. I really thought I was going to get a good shoe in, but it turned out that wasn't the case.
0: You hit him with the Dennis stamp line.
4: Yeah. yeah I had to trampoline and everything and the weights. <laughs> That's how you lose the weight. That's what I'm trying to say. How's the,
1: how's the recovery going from the old uh, injury ski?
4: Oh uh, yeah. So I tore my MCL and I got what's called a trabecular fracture. So if you look at your tibia, right, the top of my tibia was fractured, like, right. Like a split. Um, so the MCL, I feel fine. I, I feel okay. I um I have to wear a knee brace. Um this this woman, I would have loved to be on the next time. Tell them to book me. You guys have Shit. way more Paul in this than I do. Look, she's <laughs> putting you over. She said Kate says you would have been funnier than the comedians. They Thank have. you. Thank you. I'm a pretty funny comedian, I think. Um I think. Uh yeah, so I th- that feels fine. The knee feels fine, but I have pain because the bone's still broken. So I have like another four weeks of kind of just like relaxing. Um I'm allowed to do PT now, which is good. Um I've kind of been still going to the gym because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh but mm-hmm. I feel good. Uh I will be back in wrestling on December 5th. Can you tell us where?
0: Okay. Yeah please because I couldn't find it on your social media, buddy. I uh, tried yeah. I
4: tried hard. I uh I've confirmed I'm gonna make an announcement. You guys can be the first to hear about it. Uh yeah. I'm challenging uh Bill Carr for a to a match on December 5th as Beyond Returns to Fet Music in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, nice. And, uh, and uh, I'm bringing fucking weapons, because screw him. <laughs> think, think you're going to get a Ring of Honor contract, and I'm not going to fucking cut your legs out? I'm, I've am i been wrestling for 21 <laughs> years. That's what we do. I take spots. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> escalated quickly. What kind of weapons?
4: Uh, my goal, I'm going to see if I can get an actual table, because I'm sick and tired of doors, man. I see a lot of doors out there. I want to see. I want to bring it back to like classic, like Saturday night, Sunday night heat, with like hardcore matches that main evented. Where it's like Al Snow versus like, you know, Thrasher, and, <laughs> and there's a there's just a table and just somebody's going through one table for the finish, and that's it. I I, I, heard, I actually heard those tables are actually kind of hard to find now. They're all They're like expensive plastic tables. Yeah. They are expensive as shit. I can't even kid you. An eight foot table is like 140 dollars now. Yeah. it's like that's wild.
1: Why, that's why people have been going to like you know, looking behind like Home Depots and like like for the doors and shit. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. And and those doors aren't safe because they'll like completely like protrude and you get splinters and they're
4: they're me. not fun. And uh but you know what? Like I will hit Bill with absolutely anything I could possibly get my hands on at this point.
0: <laughs> What's the uh w- when you when you do the weapons, right? Is there a particular weapon that shows up and you're like fuck
4: barbed wire always. What about the Legos? Legos suck. so I I did a uh, Fans Bring the Weapons match at Beyond with against Bear Country and I was on the top rope and uh Boulder I think pushed me off and I took a like it was just a big flat back bump onto onto Legos I li- it took chunks out of my back I'm not oh. kidding you I literally have keloids in my back from Lego um I broke my elbow in that match. I had like, a lot of shit happen to me in that match. But like that was the one where I was like, this is the worst pain I've ever been in. Like I could only use one arm, but I was like, no, this this sucks. Great words.
0: Yeah, fuck that. Fuck them yeah, Legos. Brutal. You guys are fucking nuts. You're out yeah. of your minds.
4: I was like, I don't want to do this. And then here's I also hate fans bring the weapons matches. I hate That's, them. Because fans are fucking psychos. First off, first off, there is no regard for like, oh like let me fill this bowling ball with thumb tags. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? <laughs> Who the fuck? use as a rattle? Like <laughs> doing the maraca. Like, no, you asshole. Like, and then like the like you get these weapons, right? But then, like, when you really think about it, basically what we're saying is just bring your garbage and leave it in the ring, and then we'll <laughs> wrestle in it. And then you can just go home. We don't don't there's no like take this back and throw it out. Like, we'll do it. Like, it's the biggest yeah. waste. And then, like, I just hate them. I'm they're not. I'm not a big fan.
1: Yeah, no, no one's no one's putting on like four one one on Facebook. Like, hey, when's the next garbage pickup? Oh, it's at this wrestling show.
4: Oh wait, honey, <laughs> do we have a special pickup coming this week? Hold on a second. That costs money. What if we go to an indie show and we let a couple of idiots just beat the shit out of themselves with our VCR? That's a great idea, honey. We're not getting divorced now. Like it's That's the right. fucking worst. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And, then, and then we'll have all these 18 and 19 year old kids just sweep it all up. Just yeah, sweep pick... it and put it right under the ring. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. So the start. And NYWC man. Any great stories about that crew that you grew up with there and started with there? Uh so... you know, Trent, like Trent, Brett, Brian, Kaylin, yeah.
4: Tony, niece. Like any like any cool stories that stick out? They're all, like, they're, first off, I love those dudes. I love all these dudes. Alex Reynolds, John Silver. Like, yes. Th- these guys all came from one school that originally started in a garage behind a uh, pet store. Like, that's what it was. Well, actually started in a, we started in a karate studio, and then we went to a garage behind a pet store, and then we went to a community center, and then we went to the sportatorium. So, um, I think my, one of my favorite stories is about uh, Matt Cardona, ring that bell. Um, Thank you. Uh, I actually went to went to Disney with Matt Cardona and Trent. Ring the bell. Uh, <laughs> and who? Trent. Who? Uh, so what happened was like a couple weeks before, Ma, uh, Monster Mac had gorilla pressed Trent into a wall in a match that we were in. Oh so it was God. me, Trent, against Monster Mac and Homicide, and that's the clip of Trent getting thrown to the wall and just dying. So a couple weeks later, I took, I didn't take that, but we all went to Disney. And we're getting on Space Mountain. And uh, Matt Cardona, at this point, is like, he's a young guy. He's, you know, he's in that, like, you know, dog stage of his life, whatever. And we're on Space Mountain. And the girl who's, like, pushing the buttons for us to move through is very attractive. So Matt's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, she's so hot, dude, dude, she's fucking hot. This is great. So he's like, as we're going, she, like, checks our safety belts, whatever. And then, like, doesn't say a word. He's just like shaking, like like really excited. And then the ride goes. He goes, "You're really hot." And it just like went. And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's she's hot. It's hot." So we're like, "All right, man. Like, <laughs> that wasn't smooth. Like, you could have like said something. You're you're a big, tall, good-looking dude. You probably." So we get off the lot, We get off the ride, and they go, "You guys get to ride again right away." I'm like, "What?" And they go, "Oh, uh, whatever her name was. Let's just say Tiffany, for argument's sake. Uh, Tiffany was like, oh, you guys can come and do it again.'" So we get to, like, cut the entirety of, like, an hour line on Space Mountain and go right back on the ride. So now we're like, yo, Matt, you got to give her your phone number. Like, this girl definitely was into whatever you were doing for some reason. <laughs> so we get, like, a piece of paper, and he writes his phone number down. And we're like, we get it together. He's like, "I oh got. I'm going to give her my number. I'm going to give her my number. And we get on the Space Mountain ride. And as we're pulling forward, he doesn't say anything again. And we're like, dude, just give her the number. Like, give her the... So right before the ride goes, he literally like crumps it in a ball and throws it at her. And it like bounces off the chest. <laughs> so she she's just like, what the fuck? So we go through and there's like that tunnel at the beginning of Space Mountain. He goes, You think she's gonna call? I'm like, no, I don't. I do not believe <laughs> she's gonna call you, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. Hey, I,
1: that's what they say on the podcast. That's so brosky. Dude,
4: it's it's <laughs> But he has, like, those weird moments, like, uh, just being like, I got, oh, I got, dude, dude, it's great. Okay, okay, I can't wait to talk to him. Like that, it's like that is his excitement level as he grew up. Trent, I once saw walk into a woods to smoke weed with a with an apple, and he was in there for, like, nine hours, and we didn't know what happened to him. And he came back out eating the apple. <laughs> that was it. That's my, that's my trend story. I have a lot of, like, being on the road with Trent stories, but, like, that's the one we, like, that's the most... Oh, shit. I have a good one. Wait. Here's a good one. <laughs> get ready to ring that bell. So it's me, uh, Bre- uh, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Trent in Brian Myers' Volvo. Ring that bell. <laughs> yeah. Put over the Volvo. <laughs> and we're driving. We stopped to get Taco Bell. So now uh, we're going to get Taco Bell. We're getting the road we're eating. And Trent has a taco left. And there is a, as a Cross Bronx Expressway is just traffic forever, if anybody's ever been on it. And we're sitting in the cross Bronx and Trent's holding this taco. And he sees a homeless guy with a sign that says like money for food. And like it goes by and Trent just goes, dude, man, I could have given him my taco. Fuck. We just kept going that we last we think of it right down the road, maybe another two miles, three miles feels like an hour and a half. Right. Another homeless guy, another sign, money for food. So Trent goes, roll down my window, rolls down his window, literally takes a taco and just, Lobs it to this homeless man. What he imagined was going to happen. I've heard this story. Was this homeless man would catch the taco, open the wrapper, take a bite, and be like, "Thanks, plasma." But what actually <laughs> happened was the taco opened, and a rain of meat, cheese, and lettuce just fell. <laughs> oh my god! So we're just—he's just going, out, "No, we're driving past this thing." So then we go. We did a. Show, it was at Ring, There was Ring of Honor that night. We're at the Ring of Honor show. We get to come back. And on the way back, we're just quiet, and he's not talking. He's just staring at the window. I'm like, Trent, you all right, man? He goes, Dude, man, taco. And that was
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the psychological damage it does when you try and he do was it
4: really eat. upset. He's yeah. such like a good hearted person. Like, he's like a very like genuinely nice person. Like you know, uh, he might have become a monster. Wrestling does that to people. But as far as uh, last time I saw him, he's still the same nice person. But. uh, yeah, that moment, like, he, you could tell it crushed him internally. <laughs> it was, like, I felt so bad.
1: I love hearing, I've heard that story before. I love hearing it from somebody else that was actually there for it. Dude, I it's, was in it, the car. I was just it's staring leg, at it. Like, it's yeah. legit the exact account that the other the other versions of. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a great
4: story. There's a lot of, like, uh, you know, wrestling, whatever. You have like your other stories about, like, people being, like, wild and crazy or whatever. I have, like, Marty Janetti stories that I'll tell every now and then, but, like, those are like the sincere moments where you're like with guys that you came up with and you're like, you know, at the time, like I was kind of like, I, I I don't, I don't want to say training because I think it's weird for me to use the term training with them. But like I was teaching them wrestling moves and wrestling a little bit about it. And it was like, you see them come up and you see what they got. And you're like, man, I wasn't really good. They are like way better than me. <laughs> those guys are on TV. Those guys are like Matt Cardona owns like a million wrestling figures. I can't afford like, you know, we have very different lives now, but. He gave me this shirt, so that's really all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> this shirt.
0: You you talk about uh, training and wrestling, people. You did have a fun little cameo on on Holy Foley.
4: Oh yeah, that was fun. That was a very weird segment. It was a weird lifestyle for me. Yeah. So I so he was going to NYWC to um, potentially go and and like I guess Mike Mick Foley was going to NYWC. To like, I guess, talk to them about filming something there. Now, I'm friends with McFoley. Uh, right, you know, I'm ringing the bell on that one. I'm um, friends with McFoley. Uh, we he we've been friends since like 2006. Just like he filmed a um, a pilot for a show that was supposed to be on like A and E or something yeah. like a long time ago. And I was on that, and then that didn't go anywhere. And then this one, it was just like he and I have been friendly and been doing comedy together and stuff like that since. Um, so now I'm like, oh, I'll go see hi to Mick. I have to pick up a hoodie because uh, then whenever we see hoodies. And I bought, I bought one. So I went to show up to say hello, and then Mick goes, oh, Dan will train my daughter. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm gonna do what now? And They go, oh, I'm filming a pilot. We just need someone to, to be here for the pilot, and then like, you know, uh, after the pilot, like, we'll, you know, that'll be it. I'm like, okay. So I show up, and um, the pilot episode is me training his daughter, and Mick comes in, and you know, reality TV shake. Uh, and Mick goes, what are you doing training to be a wrestler? I thought we agreed you weren't going to do this. And then that's the whole thing. So that's episode, I think two of the show actually. So that's was pilot, right? So I'm like, okay, my work here is done. And I go to leave. And the producer calls me the next day. Like, uh, they really want to keep you around. So you want to do like eight episodes? I'm like, all right. Like, that sounds fun. So I kept training her. Um, and then, uh, Mick and I did a couple of things. We were like driving around, following them, and I got to do comedy on TV, and it was really cool. It was like a nice, like, uh, it's a weird life for a little bit there. Um, and then uh, uh, Noel Foley broke her ribs, giving me an elbow drop, and then she had a tryout like the week later. <laughs> so you know, I might have <laughs> fucked over a- Noel Foley's wrestling tryout. We'll um, <laughs> see.
0: It's a story, man. That's fucking.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's not for me, it's a great story, but for like Noel, it's not. Like, I jumped off the ropes and broke my ribs on some shitty indie wrestler. Like, that's not really a great way to, to go. Yeah, back but you to didn't it.
0: do anything. Like, you she jumped off the ropes, right?
4: I'm just, I'm just solid. That's why I broke Juba's hand, too. Like, I'm just a solid boy. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. I'm just, I'm a brick shit house. A lot of people it's can't that, see it when you see me. It's
0: on that um, Jameson you know. and chicken teriyaki.
4: Dude, that's it. You, I'm just goosed up on sodium right now. I'm ready to go. Just put that shit in a blender. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Now we're talking.
0: All right. So we're on. Dan Barry has joined us at the Dan Barry Twitter, Instagram, prowrestlingtees.com slash Dan Barry. He's doing comedy tomorrow night at the Rockville Center, 8 p.m. The link is on his social media. If you want to go out there, watch him do some funny stuff. He's coming to Jersey on mischief night, this uh, Saturday night in Fairlawn. And then uh, out there at Rivers Casino in Philadelphia on the 18th of November
4: with Chuck Nice, uh, and announced down. on this show, huh? How about that exclusives? December fifth, uh, December fifth, FET music. I'm challenging Bill Carr. I don't bring your bring your ass, Bill Carr. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Don't bring the weapons though. Yeah, don't fans don't bring Man. weapons. Just watch. I, I'm so sick of <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony hit you with this with this toaster. What the fuck am I doing with a toaster?
0: <laughs> Tony, what was the show that he was on on NAW? Chuck Nice.
4: Oh, it was Radio Chick. There
0: come we go. I couldn't think on. of the. Come on. Radio
2: you didn't Chick. know that?
0: I he's couldn't think of it.
4: Little of my favorite dudes. Great dude.
0: Uh, so if you want to see Dan do some comedy while he's recovering from his injury, check him out. Do uh, you know Kevin's a comedian? I don't know if I you guys oh, have you ever done any jokes with Kevin?
1: No. no, we, have you yet, we, we, have, no we have yet to work together. Uh, I think the most interactions we've ever had was wrestling, actually. I think yeah. I met you briefly in Orlando for Comic-Con or uh, for RussellCon? Sounds about right. And then you worked you you and Team Tremendous worked a Russell Pro show maybe like two two years ago? Was it the ago? Funny
4: Money or was it the yeah. um yeah, so it was us against Allie and uh, Rosemary?
1: Yeah, it was it was one of them because I I do the music, I do the cues and behind the the thing. So uh so it was the, I I don't think we really spoke then, but I you were definitely there, so yeah, I yeah. think
4: that was the day where I had to. we had to do the show, and then I had to immediately drive Bill back to work. Like, we came in, he did a spot, and then we, like, drove him straight. Actually, he got it and then for the entire intermission, he pretended he was really blind. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't just, have to, like, talk to people? He was just like, who's saying that? So people would take pictures with us, and he'd be looking off. <laughs> in the distance. It, was just, it, was, it was so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah you uh yeah but you you i mean we have a lot of mutual friends i mean you work like governors and mcguires and yeah all those clubs I mean, KP, out in New
4: York. Uh, kp burke is that, is that yeah
1: yeah kp is like one yeah. of my uh one of my best friends yeah, yeah.
4: Ring the fucking bell yeah, for kp
0: burke i mean i don't know we're just going out of control <laughs> don't tonight. ring it
2: hard yeah just tap it <laughs> there
4: it is that's a that's a perfect kp burke bell. It's yeah. so funny.
2: Like Kevin and Dan are like the same person. They're friends with Mick Foley. They're friends with the Major Brothers. They're both into comedy. They're both into wrestling. I mean, it's like you guys are twins.
4: He collects action figures. I drink until my my uh, liver hurts.
2: Well, I mean, Kevin. the only difference there is the action figures. let <laughs> yeah. us
4: down, Kev.
1: I mean, I'm, I have. I, I kind of stopped the, the Jameson for now, but I drink like probably gonna drink like twelve tonight. Twelve beers tonight. Twelve clothes yeah.
4: tonight. Yeah. I mean, it is Monday.
0: And no chicken teriyaki for Kevin, so he's fucking raised the bar, buddy. That, that's Kevin's, not
2: true. Kevin's got like crown fried chicken. <laughs> I have
1: leftover uh, White Castle. No, chicken teriyaki upstairs. This These
0: is are lies. This is
4: a farce. Here's Maybe what I'll dad, say. No, no, my dad got left chicken over... teriyaki.
1: I got the shrimp lo mein. My dad got the ch- chicken teriyaki.
4: There is no le- such thing as leftover White Castle. It's either... Now or garbage. There's no, no, no come back to that. There's no come back to that. What? That's that's incorrect, sir. Uh, like, all right, fine. If you guys don't like your colon, you keep doing what you're doing. I mean, Dan,
1: a... Dan, I've done it. I've 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 gotten a lot more than I could eat in one night, and threw it in the in the crisper and the in the refrigerator,
4: and ate it the next day. Everything okay at home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different can of worms.
4: <laughs> Look, man, when you do. We
0: used to do the white, the White Castle Super Bowl challenge, and Fucking maniac. the rules were, you get three crate, three crave cases, and you can you start when you bring them home, and you have to eat as many White Castles as you can before the end of the Super Bowl. If you throw up, you're eliminated. Uh, but then we usually have ex- extra, so you know you pop a couple of them bad boys in the microwave the next day, and
4: you heat them right up. You're good to go. You guys need you guys every day. We stray further from God's light. I don't like this at all. That's a very good. There's <laughs> a pretty good story about Bill. Uh, and White Castle. So we uh, well, I, we were supposed to do Chikar, King of Trios, but then I got booked to go to PWG and do like um, uh, interviews, and then I did the Night 3 10, uh, 10-man tag or whatever it was. So that weekend, Bill was in King of Trios in Philly, at the, or the, 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 whatever, the Chikar Arena. So when you show up to a wrestling show, you show up with your gear bag and you show up with your merch bag. This is what every wrestler does. Bill showed up with his gear bag and a crave cast- case from White Castle. <laughs> he just walked in the locker room. So there's Mike Quackenbush, very like, you know, I'm Mike Quackenbush. Hello, William Carr, like that guy. And he just sees Bill in all of his glory with a crave case from White Castle, sitting in a chair by the <laughs> entranceway, just opening it and just fucking eating it while people are calling their matches. Joey Styles walks by before Joey got canceled. And he goes and sees Joey walking by, and he goes, uh, "Hey Joey, we're gonna get we're gonna get that mac and cheese later." Joey looks at him; they had never met before. This is their first meeting, <laughs> and he goes, "Hell yeah, it's gonna be great." He just like, walked away. It's like so stupid, but imagine showing up to a wrestling show with a crepe case instead of a uh, instead of gear.
0: I would not want to be in the ring with him on that night.
4: Uh, Tato is not Tato's outside right now because uh, Tato's having his outside time. Sorry, Kate. In the chat, Kate is asking to see Tato. Tato is unavailable for the uh, duration of this show. He needs to be outside.
1: T- T- Tato's not booked.
4: Yeah, Tato's not booked. Who's Tato? My dog. I have a dog. I have a deaf pit bull named Tato.
0: Why is he called Tato?
4: Um, well, it's just short for potato dog. It's a okay. somewhat long story, but it's not really interesting. It's just potato dog. Um, he, uh, I, I adopted. A, so this is gonna sound. I'm gonna sound like a fucking hero, real quick. I adopted a deaf dog who had been abused. And so Tato is like very like weird and tense for a long time, but now he's like a big lovable puppy. Uh, But he likes to be outside and stare at the squirrels that sit in my trees in my backyard. Um, And he will do that up until probably about nine o'clock tonight because that's his nightly activity. It's you know you take him for a walk, he chases a squirrel, he watches that squirrel until that squirrel goes to bed, and then he comes back and goes to sleep. That's his entire.
0: You know, you're. This is gonna sound weird because my wife watches a lot of weird TV shows. The dogs that chase the the raccoons sounds exact. They do the exact same thing like your dog does with the squirrels. They chase the raccoon up into the tree, and then their handlers know the specific barks as to when they've located a raccoon.
4: Tato definitely does not do the bark because he um, he doesn't know how to bark because he never really learned how to bark. Okay, he has never heard a bark in his life. Um, he goes, he sounds like a Southern Baptist minister. That's what he does. He'll just go, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) but like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I wake up to a dog whose face is right here. He's like, "Mm -hmm." it's like, Oh, I want to go outside. I got a poo. Let's go. (laughs) Put my dog out. As long as he
0: can communicate with him. It's a win.
4: Yeah. He does a lot of pawing of the face. That's his way of getting your attention. Um, and he also does the exasperated, like look back. So like he'll be walking somewhere, and if you don't follow him, he'll just come back and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, with Tato, outside. But I, 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 I trained a deaf dog to most to many respects. So I feel like I—that's what I did during COVID—is I got real fat. And I trained a deaf dog. It's no
0: different <laughs> than training Noel Foley. A
4: little bit different. I didn't break the dog's ribs yet. I was just going so, for a joke,
0: guys. Just to laugh. I know. I feel you. I'm with a bunch of comedians. I gotta try and fit in. Well, I'm
4: trying, I'm doing my best to not make fun of Noel Foley because I'm getting in trouble. My friend's friend's daughter, man. Like, come on, Frank the Clown. I'll shoot on him all day. He's a really nice nice. guy, actually. Uh, Oh, man.
1: Wish we had time for that.
4: There's a whole episode we were following him around in a car, uh, and uh, they cut like 90% of it. Like, we just (laughs) were saying some of the most awful shit about him. And. The whole point was to be like, the, the storyline was Mick hates Frank because he's a right. clown, whatever. Um, but my whole thing was like, I just kept like saying just like jokes. Like, ah, oh, there's a, there's a guy who looks like a, a guy who's dressed like a pervert. And also the clown. <laughs> like It's just like, you just keep it going or whatever. And we had a lot of fun with it. And then uh, they cut all of it. They're like, we can't use any of the things that you guys said. Oh. Like, right, well, not fun. on the network. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the extended cut will be on Peacock.
0: <laughs> good luck finding it. you Can't find yeah. fucking anything on Peacock.
4: I don't even pay for it, man. I'm done. God damn. I Well, I like
0: I watch The Office and fucking Bob Ross painting as I go to sleep.
4: You, you don't have YouTube?
0: <laughs> <laughs> a very salient point. Fair enough. Jokes on me, I guess.
4: Yeah. Come on, yes. man. If it's free, it it's is. good. I'm a fucking millionaire. Come on. I see millionaire you? Matt. Look at you. Living the gimmick. Some bullshit. Why though. are you late, Tony? What's late, Tony mean? I
2: showed up about a half an hour into the show tonight. Because I knew you were going to be on. I didn't want to miss the show completely, so that's why I'm here.
4: Well, thank you. Thank you for not missing the show completely. If you leave during Ninja Mac, that's going to be very upsetting for Ninja Mac. I'm just going to say it. But who the <laughs> fuck is Ninja Mac? See? Oh, my God. He's attacking him. <laughs> do you? Uh, are you familiar with the Ninja Mac? Me? Yes. No, I've never seen a gif of a guy do a double back handspring until a moonsault before. I'm not that Dude, man. <laughs> all right, do, have you ever like worked with him no Max i've never worked with him he's actually somebody that when i saw i was like oh hell yeah like he's like it's a, it's great like i remember the first time i saw ruckus it blew my mind and the same thing happened when i saw him i was like this guy he's got, either got this all figured out or he's gonna like he's gonna shine bright like a diamond and disappear um no i i like i've, I've seen what he does i like his shit um i think that uh, I have to watch probably more to see like, because I'm like the no, whatever the older wrestler, so I have to kind like of like watch people and be like, well, what's his footwork like, and what's his like tie up like, and like that's what I think. I think he's really good though. I think he's got a lot of really big future, and I think he's got a lot of things going for him. Um, don't tell him I said that because I'm I have the mean angry vet thing going. And I gotta keep that going. <laughs> like Dan Barry said, he could beat you in a shoot fight. Like say shit like that. That's fine. Oh I'll yeah, go. no problem. That's I will good. say it. Hundred percent. Throw you right on. His the name's bus. Ninja Mac. I feel like he's gonna fuck me up. But you know what? <laughs> I gotta. I've shot on. I told Jeff Josh Barnett. I'm gonna beat him up in real life. I don't tell Ninja Mac you're gonna beat him up in real life.
0: I mean, I've awesome. called out Bobby Lashley and King Mo, and they've been ducking me. So
4: bunch of cowards. Exactly. See, Danbury
0: knows they're all pussies.
4: <laughs> yeah, I called out Chris Brown for like three years, and he finally blocked me on Twitter. So I feel you. Like... Who's Chris Brown? <laughs> Chris I remember Breezy? that. I remember I that, that actually. He uh he uh is a singer he, who he beat uh, up Rihanna, beat, right? Beat up Rihanna, and uh-huh. like he then he went on he was like on his like makeup tour he went to like Good Morning America he threw a, something through a window, so I just started calling him the c word aggressively on Twitter, like <laughs> oh. I was like I'll fuck yeah cunt. So I was like I'll oh, I said cuck. I said no I said this I said c he said year. the actual yeah. word yeah oh, cunt yeah cunt. What, so, cunt, cunt, cunt? You could say cunt, who cares? I don't know. Kate's upset? here. I don't want to upset please, Kate. Please, please.
2: if Kate she is she uses that us, word she's... like like everybody uses, like, and and the.
4: <laughs> for fair. She, uh, <laughs> but, so I started saying, like, I started calling like, whatever. I started calling him a cunt, and I just did it, like, all the time. I'd be like, hey, guys, you know what time it is? Hey, by the way, Chris Brown's a cunt. Like, I did that for, like, <laughs> like literally, like, three years. And then finally, like, people were saying all of the... Like, there were people attacking me, like, oh, like, he would beat the shit out of you. I'm like, literally, like, I will fly him somewhere and fight him. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll beat up Chris Brown. And so then it became, like, this thing. And then he finally blocked me on Twitter. And I was like, Oh I was like, I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, Let's see if if I'm still blocked. Let's take a look. Chris Brown. Yeah,
1: most people take that as, like, a badge of honor. You're, like, literally upset.
4: Yeah, I really wanted to bother him. Yeah. (laughs) I do can... The only Chris Brown's a hockey player that I can get access to. Oh, Chris here we go. Brown. Chris Brown. Who does he play Yeah, say blocked. For? Still blocked. <laughs> Damn. I That's... thought I had a really good in. Fuck that guy. <laughs> all right. What a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, I'll punch yep. him in the fucking dick. How do you like them apples?
4: Yeah, I'll 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 beat up Chris Brown. Let's go, Breezy. There i beat all the right, shit so... out of you. He Dan listens there. to the show, by the way, Dan. Uh, he doesn't. No, he does. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Breezy's all yeah. about this. I was worried. Yeah, who's Breezy? Breezy. Chris, Breezy Chris Brown man.
0: I don't know. This Millionaire
4: crazy. Matt, use a dollar and buy just one song to find out who we're talking about.
0: Oh, I'm not spending a dollar on a guy that beats a woman.
4: You buy a Rihanna song. There's a I'm sure he's not one of them. Yeah, that's right.
0: I'm over the Rihanna thing. My wife's name is Rihanna, and everyone calls her Rihanna, so I'm I just don't like her.
4: Rihanna, not wife? Ryan Ann? No, it's Rhiannon, like the
0: Fleetwood Mac song.
4: No, I know, but it's it's there's Re- that same spelling is Rhiannon and then Ryanan, and there's like it's really interesting, like that one spelling R H I A N N O N or whatever. It's all across, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not stupid.
0: I that's why Dan. That's why we wanted you on. Want, Do you
4: here. see my Muppet Christmas Carol poster, guys? I'm fucking genius. This Wait, we nice.
0: got a Muppet Christmas Carol poster? Yeah, right uh,
4: here. this is
1: so late. We're and so, then there's Papa, Papa Shango's
4: right here. Ah. Uh, Shango, yeah. This is my office too. So like, people call me, and I'll be sitting on my office. Like, what is that behind you? Oh, it's a voodoo witch doctor. <laughs> All right. oh, God, I want to ask you one more question, but we gotta let you go. All right, ask him. All All right, go ahead. here yet. Muppet Christmas
1: Carol or the original Muppet Family Christmas?
4: Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Damn. I have it, it, it's more sentimental to me. It's sentimental. Okay. That's All it. Right. More I than think- Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas m and Jug Band Christmas is a goddamn classic, and I agree with you. Uh, it makes Bill cry. I This movie, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, is one of those things that, like, every day, every day, every – Okay, Christmas – so Thanksgiving happens. The next day, Muppet Christmas Carol goes on, and Dan starts putting up his Christmas tree. Like, that's how I do it. It is no joke in this house. It nice. is – go ahead.
0: Serious question, Dan, now. Christmas tree. Do you do a real Christmas tree or a fake Christmas fake.
3: tree? Oh
4: my yeah. god. Fake. You got it. Fake. fake, man. Why? Look, look, look. I like a real Christmas tree. I do. And it's not, there's no like, I get how to do it. You put tile on the fucking thing. I get it. I understand all of it. Uh, They're so wasteful yep. to get a real Christmas tree and the amount of damage you're really doing when you get a real Christmas tree. The fake Christmas tree will last notably longer. Uh, You could take the real one and plant it in the tree and plant it in front of your house when you're done. But you have to have taken care of it up until that point so that it can go into the ground. Otherwise, you're literally just throwing it out. Then you can use it for firewood if you're going to recycle it, if you're that type of person. What Mm. happens more often than not? You throw it in the fucking street. Somebody takes it and they take it and throw it away. It's just very wasteful. So from my perspective, it's always fake.
0: Can't argue with that. I don't like it. I don't like it. This is a
4: a 38-year-old man saying, I've had the younger me be like, get a real one, fuck it, throw it on the top of a car. And like like me, I'm like, nah, man, this is... Eco-friendly to get the shitty plastic tree. Yeah, the real eco-friendly thing is to not light your house up for Christmas. Like, let's be completely honest. But <laughs> Man, I... I like this. I like this eco-friendly Dan Barry. I try. I'm a carer. I'm a full-on liberal guys. Look, let's go. You want to talk politics? I'll throw nope. it out there. Nope, nope, nope. No, 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 I just now. wanted to let that happen and let it simmer for a hot <laughs> minute. And watch, the, watch the boiling occur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dan, you want to hang with us and talk to Ninja Mac, or you want to go
5: about the rest yeah, of Yeah, I'll hang out for a few minutes. Let's to Ninja Mac. Is he's,
4: right, he's, he's, he's yeah, in, Ninja the, Ninja in the room.
5: Oh, he's shit. here. Hey, big bitch. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? What's good. up, Ninja, Ninja Mac. Mac? Hey, y'all hear me well on here? I can't really tell with my mask right now. we yeah, got you, we Ninja. you great. Good. Awesome. Heck yeah. How y'all doing, Ninja Mac? How y'all?
0: Good, Ninja Mac. It's Dan Barry. I don't know if you know Dan.
5: How you doing, man? How you doing, man? I don't think I got the chance to meet you yet. Ninja. You have
4: not. You have not. I literally was saying uh, I'm a big fan. I like what you're doing. Uh, I then said to tell you that I could beat you in a shoot fight. So let's go. I'm gonna a fucking injure.
5: How much you want to bet? <laughs> uh,
4: not a lot. Not a lot. I have student loan debt. <laughs>
5: hey, I mean, we, we we can go like dessert on dinner or something if you want. All right, all, right,
4: all right, we'll have a we'll have a fake shoot fight, and winner gets a triple chocolate meltdown from Applebee's. That's what I think. Oh, done done deal. Triple That's chocolate it.
5: cake. Heck yeah. Hell yeah, my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> hell, yeah, hell yeah. Actually, i probably get my ass hurt. I'm just the, the YouTube ninja. Hell yeah. So why, does
4: there,
0: why does everybody like Applebee's so much?
4: Oh, we don't. It's just open late. And you get two after 10 o'clock. Yep.
0: Oh, oh, I know. I worked in the kitchen at an Applebee's. And I, I,
4: worked, I was a server at Applebee's and a bartender.
0: I was a server, <laughs> bartender, and I worked in the kitchen.
4: I did uh, expo. Uh, I didn't really work too much in the kitchen. I did expo every now and then. Uh, Apple buddies. Now we're talking. Guys, we're fucking bonding. I, Employee of the Year, 1999, buddy. Dang. I was definitely not Employee of the Year. I was definitely high more often than not. But Ooh. it was it was definitely a fun job at the time. Ninja Mac, uh,
0: sure. thank, thank you for joining us. I'm surprised to see you with the mask on considering the result we saw Saturday night at GCW.
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, things happen in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know, man. That's, that's the third time I've had my mask off.
4: But you're a handsome man. Can well, show I appreciate
5: you. Uh, well, I mean, so I know um, with the, the, the character and the gimmick and the, the ninja stuff, um, I, I don't necessarily always wear the mask. So when I first started wearing the ninja mask, I was doing a lot of lucha. And y'all saw me come out with that original black mask. But I would mm-hmm. take it off against the luchadors. And when I would wrestle American wrestlers, I would keep it on intimidating in purposes like Lucha. I've done Lucha so long. Um, I just I've kept that idea and I always ran it back and forth. And it's just it's kind of blended into the, the ninja character. But I'll still wrestle some Lucha in Texas. I'll take it off. So I'm not against it. But for GCW, yeah, I haven't taken it off much. So they do get a little bit of a surprise. In that. They see the the whiteness.
4: My man. <laughs> as a as a white guy who at one point could flip a lot, I got you.
5: I you know, it's it's. So I do a lot. Of, when I do uh, a lot of Mexico, they don't. They they always ask me, "Hey, what are you? What ethnicity are you?" And I'm just like, "I'm a gringo coming down, just trying to do some lucha work and move fast." They they don't ever believe me until I take the mask off.
0: Well, it's funny because Barry on the show with us, friend of Mick Foley, you last, you last week. Oh, it's yeah. Sasuke special, and you had a very Mick Foley-ish moment.
5: Yeah, it, was, it was very scary. It was at actually a Lucha show, too. I was back in Houston. Um, at, that was one of the weekends I had off, and a Lucha show happened to pop up on a Sunday. And Lucha Sunday is something special to me. So I've done a lot of Lucha in Texas and always had Lucha on Sunday when we wanted to work. So Sunday's is like my, my Lucha religion. And so I've always done loose on Sunday. But that, that moment, that, that choke moment, that's the first time I've actually messed up doing that spot. And it even, it even messed me up on Saturday. I didn't even do it on Saturday. I got scared.
4: What What's the Get what? back on that horse. Get back on the horse. I'll, I'm going to get out of here because I, I want to make sure he has his time and I don't want to be here. But thank you guys for having no.
5: me. I appreciate Nick, being here, sir.
4: Keep thank you. Doing you. Your shit. You're awesome. Guys, hey, thank you so much been, for having me. Hey, hey, thank you for your words. No problem.
0: Damn Barry, everybody! Be sure to follow him on the Twitter machine. Sorry about that, Mister Mac.
5: So no, what, hey, please, what, give all the time.
0: What's the protocol? So you get like, does the referee, does your opponent instantly know that you're in trouble?
5: I I I, I don't know if there was an exact protocol at that moment because I don't. It's never happened to me before. I don't think they've. I don't think they've seen someone get choked up like that. So thankfully they uh, being good friends of mine, and then Drago. Drago was one of the guys and the opponents. Big name. Big uh, luchador name. Um, they're just smart enough and quick enough to get me out of my situation. You know, we're, I know we're, we're having a match. We're trying to see who's getting the win, but we're also not gonna let someone happen. When situation happens like that, you, you do the right thing, get them down, and then they, even the guy gave me a little kick at the end. But, but they, they, they did the right thing. They got me down. They protected me. So I appreciate them. Arrow Crab.
0: So you've been, you've been crushing it in GCW the last year, a little triple A. And I know because of the pandemic, it's prevented you from going over to Japan and working pro wrestling, Noah. But uh, it seems like GCW is really invested in you. Uh, a lot of scramble matches. I know a couple of weeks ago they put you in there with Alex Zane and Leo Rush. Yes, sir. How,
5: how,
0: how much does it mean when you see a promotion like GCW, who's on the rise, uh, put so much stock into you?
5: Oh, it it means everything. Like I said, I've known Lucha for a while. Um, I mean, without COVID, I was on a, when COVID hit off, I was on a two and a half year break of not wrestling.
4: I had a, I had
5: a kid, you know, life happens. I got a real job, started the grind of life trying to be a dad and then COVID hit and I had some free time to go back to training, go back to some training and then start rolling on shows. Uh, Loco Loco wrestling in Houston they gave me a Jaime Martinez and Pedro Ortega. Mr. Lowrider gave me a start again just to kind of get going. Um, Jimmy Lloyd called me for the Tampa Collective for WrestleMania weekend because he watched me and Dante Leon in January at local wrestling. And you can catch that on title match TV network. Um, but they saw that match. And then I had a match in March with Dragon Bay. I, I don't know if y'all seen Dragon Bay. he's been at some of the GCW shows. Uh, he's, he's all over him and his brother. Phenomenal. Um, I mean, have y'all even watched the, those two guys? Uh,
0: I'm familiar with them. Yes.
5: Uh, they're amazing, but I had a match with him. So that's where, uh, that's when Noah contacted me uh, back in March, because Noah contacted me before GCW and they they were trying to get things to work out because with my girl uh, being a school teacher, there's so much easier to go over the summer that, uh, what is it, a June, July, August schedule, do 12 weeks over there. And then uh, COVID got a little worse. They weren't going to take any more visas. And since they're not taking any more visas, um, I had a whole summer schedule, and GCW stepped right in after seeing me at the collective. I had a good little show at the collective. Um, So Jimmy Lloyd called me. I did the first match at the collective, and they told me I had to fly myself in too because it was just the opportunity to get out there. So I flew myself in, did that first match for them. And that weekend I ended up doing six matches, five for GCW and one for New Texas Pro on a WrestleMania weekend. And that kind of really kicked off the Ninja Max stuff. And I wasn't even in, in the, the new gear, the new attire. I was coming out with the black mask, uh, the shirt, my uh, my merch shirt I sell, uh, some some old black pants, wrestling pants, and just kind of just. Testing the waters and seeing how we're doing.
0: What what's the uh, what's the background? Because you are f- fucking unbelievably, uh, athletic. You do something that's the match you had with a rez Saturday night at, at GCW uh, War
5: Ready. Oh, uh, you saw, you got to see. See, I I haven't got to see the match yet. I've seen some clips online that I've reshared. I've not actually got to go back and rewatch the match. So for the people that haven't watched the match, you can always go to Fight TV and check it out and subscribe. But I haven't watched it yet. So, what do y'all think? What do y'all think of the match,
0: dude? I, the match was <laughs> unbelievable. the The way they told the story with your mask when you lose your mask, the hesitation on the Sas- Sas- Sasu- Sasuke Sasuke special. Don't worry, I can never speak the English language. It's not just because you're here. Yeah, uh, no, no The finish, dude, was on. Un- it was awesome. So f- such a fucking great match, and Arez, who's been on MLW, he's he's super young, super great.
5: Oh, he's amazing. you guys
0: matched up amazingly. It was such a good match.
5: He's and when when he really is, he is the king of strange style. If you have not seen some Erez matches, get a chance. He might be the most unique, like brown wrestler, like movement man. Um, a dream match of mine. Uh, I've told people, but that Ed is King Strange match versus Jonathan Gresham match. Um, is a match I would be willing to pay for to watch. Buy a ticket to that show. That's uh, something I've always wanted to see. But that's just uh, Ninja Mac, a little self-interest. But yeah, King Strange, man, that that match airs. Uh, it was, I, he he was tough. He, he whipped my ass for a little bit. <laughs> so he he got me really good. I just I I caught him at the end.
1: It's funny that you mentioned Jonathan Gresham, man, because like, he's like, one of the most polarizing, I think, wrestlers in the entire industry right now. Oh, he's amazing.
5: Just watch him watch, just watch move. Like, you, as a wrestler, you, you watch people move. People have certain flows. And you, you watch their tempo. You watch their style. And it's just like, it just it mixes so well.
1: Yeah, and he kind of reminds me, because he's... he's he, I always say to the guys here that he kind of reminds me of like an, a new age, like Ivan Putski. Like built low mm-hmm. to the ground, like built like jacked like a brick house, and but can just flow like like you said, like nothing phases him.
5: Hey, well, I, I would say yeah, may, maybe it's a little favoritism because maybe uh, we're, we're both short guys in the in the world of professional wrestling, and just being shorter guys, we're not going to get any taller. So I, I, I might understand where he's trying to get a little wider and a little bigger to keep up. It's not a bad plan if you can't get any taller, you might as well get wider. <laughs> right, I mean, it, yeah, it's like, not a bad. But make sure you do it the right
1: way. Of course, absolutely, and just like what, like, so what are your thoughts on him in general, overall? Because you mentioned him, and I, it, I, his name is like a trigger to me. Jonathan Gresham is a trigger
5: to me. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned him just because you, you can see his style and his flow really well, and it's very obvious when you watch him, and it's entertaining. It's not um, um, yeah, another person is very entertaining to watch his effie. He might – Effie's got great moves, but Effie is such a different um, performance and energy when he brings it, and it's so entertaining, and it catches you. It's just – you catch those flows from each of those matches. So it's like a different energy wave. So people, people that stand out and you watch them, it's just their energy.
0: Well, I think you're one, I think you're you're one of those individuals that stands out and and big win Saturday night against the res and and you were not shy on social media uh, at NinjaMac1 on Twitter you threw it out there to Josh Barnett and you said Bloodsport eight if YoYo
5: wants to throw hands let's go yeah um I, I like I said going back to the background of Ninja Mac um let's make a bet name something and I'll tell you if I if, even if I participated in any kind of a sport. Uh, give me a sport. Uh, anything in general?
0: Like a, a Muay Thai, or uh, I've
5: done some Muay Thai. I love Muay Thai. Ping pong. I'm phenomenal at ping pong, but I don't have nunchucks. But if y'all ever want to go on ping pong, I make twenty dollar games on ping pong or beers. If you don't want to make bets, I'll
1: I'll play that. I'll play I'll play you ping
5: pong for beers. I'm, I'm down, man. We'll go out one night. Let's go play some ping pong for some let's, beers. One night. Let's figure this out. Hey, I'm telling you, let's go make some bets. But uh, yeah, I've. I've really tried to dab into as much as I can. Um, so growing up, I did amateur wrestling. Um, I did uh, Taekwondo, I did some gymnastics. I mean, you see the gymnastics, but I, was, I would say I was a much better amateur wrestler than a gymnast. Um, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, when, when I got into the first year of college, I really kind of rolled into Jiu-Jitsu on the side and that helped a lot. Um, my second year out of high school, I tried out for the circus. That's a, that, that was something wild. So I tried out for the circus. I didn't make it my first time um, for Circus L.A. in Vegas. Uh, I tried out again six weeks later and then they took me the, the first time. It, was, it wasn't because I couldn't do all the cool flips and the, the crazy stuff. I wasn't able to dance across the floor. And then when you're actually doing those shows and performances, you can't just kind of like flip across the stage for 10 minutes Right. So I had, to, I had to learn to move my feet and get better at just moving. So it wasn't just like doing the crazy tricks to me. And that's what got me into entertaining and learning to perform. And that was a huge step in even just getting into my wrestling career. So um, I have literally spent a summer doing uh, some some tap dance, some ballet, some jazz, and just different forms of dance. And I'm not, nothing special at it, but just enough to get across the stage, feel comfortable, open up to uh, – putting myself in that position because I was um, growing up, like I said, when you're wrestling, it's, it's not a football game. So you're, you're one-on-one. Your eyes are on you. Now, I love football. I play running back. I uh, play point guard for basketball, but it's team games. But um, just just grinding, man, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, Muay Thai. I've dabbed into taekwondo. And you know what's crazy? I know uh, the ninja character and the ninja kicks. Uh, I'm going to put my girl over for a second. She just got three world titles for ATA Taekwondo. She's now a 10-time world champ. Uh, so congrats, um, my beautiful lady. That's awesome. Um, and oh, she's phenomenal. She's about to become a six-degree black belt, which will give her master status. So she's the real ninja in the family.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And, um, if I could convince her to put on a, a cool costume with me and come join, um, we, we, we might have an interesting intergender tag team coming soon.
1: It's, it's so crazy. You, uh, I thought about this question and you just kept going on, which was incredible about all this awesome stuff that you've been doing. But going back to like all these aspects of what you can do to improve your athleticism that really have nothing to do with wrestling, but at the same time have everything to do with wrestling in terms of timing, in terms of flexibility, mm-hmm. like with the ballet and with the tap dancing and all that stuff. We yeah, had dude. Kerry Morton on Ricky Morton's mm-hmm. son last week. Who literally spent a a lifetime in musical theater and there's so many parallels between the wrestling business and stuff that literally have nothing to do with the wrestling business but at the same time all correlates together is that something that you've ever kept in the back of your mind while you do all these other projects
5: no of course so uh like i said that's coming out of college and uh, getting into everything um when I was doing those circus jobs, like, like the circus and wrestling, there's indie circuses and circus is like your WWE. Yeah. So I would, do, I would do stints with Cirque, and as an independent contractor, you work for six months, you do six weeks. So And then I would do indie work with other circus companies. And when I turned 25, I was on my last tour in Seattle. Um, I guy was a pro wrestler, and he wasn't a big wrestler. And we would shoot wrestle in between days while we're traveling because we were bored. He just get close with people, and he told me I'd look up into pro wrestling, you're good at flips. you can actually shoot wrestle and shoot fight just because I was training so much, and then just being in the circus, I had great uh, athleticism at the time. So I flew home on a Friday to Houston, Texas. Um, I looked at pro wrestling schools and Booker T is right in uh, Booker T is right in Houston, Texas. Shout out to Booker. Um, I literally went to a fantasy camp that Sunday that weekend I flew in. And that was the beginning of my pro wrestling career.
1: Let me, let me redirect, I guess, if you will. Um, would you recommend any of these outside, I guess, hobbies or, or, or careers if someone wanted to get into wrestling? Like if, so, if a wrestler wanted uh, to improve his athleticism and, and his flexibility, would you recommend something like ballet? Would you recommend something like tap dancing? Would you recommend, you know, just uh, gymnastics for a professional wrestler?
5: Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I recommend to all of them in the locker room when I see them. I let them know. Uh, Why not? Why not stretch a little more? Or you know what? When you do your match, instead of everyone just going to the back and, you know, uh, changing and getting ready for life, do a little stretch. Stretch for five minutes. Maybe maybe your back problems in 10 years won't be as bad. You know, wrestlers got bad, bad body injuries and you're grinding hard and you can't prevent injuries. That's going to happen no matter what. But by stretching and taking care of yourself consistently and doing it right, you can maybe have a longer career. But that's still just a gamble. What does it take for
1: a company like GCW or any prominent independent wrestling company to invest in a talent? What what do you need to do for somebody to take a chance on you?
5: You got to take a chance on them. Like I said, uh, going out to Tampa my first weekend, I flew myself out there. They presented the opportunity and said, if you can get out there, We'll put you in our first scramble. Took I flew myself. It was $96 round trip. So it wasn't bad. I mean, there's also before COVID started easing up because those prices are starting to go up now. Yeah. But um, I flew myself out there to Tampa. I got my own hotel that night and I didn't even get a hotel the second night. I just got a flight two days later and I was going to wing it and just meet, meet people and see what happened. Like I said, I ended up doing six matches over those two or three days I was there. I even booked my flight. That was two days later. I changed it to Fly Home Sunday just to get the extra matches in. But they presented an opportunity. I, I, I made a little deposit. I put up a little. I got the flight. I got my first night in the hotel. I got there. Um, I showed, but I, I showed up. I didn't just get there myself. I got there, and I performed that first match, and it popped. And then I went out there the second time and it popped again. Like, okay, we'll come do the night show. And it popped again and I made myself available. I was there at ringside. I was there in between shows. I never left the building.
0: Yeah. So obviously you're doing incredible things. You're on the rise. GCW's on the rise. Such a uh An interesting locker room. I mean, you look at the show from Saturday night, Minoru Suzuki, Psycho Clown, Effie, yourself, Dickinson. Then you look Starboy Charlie. uh, I mean, for you, how how important is a good locker room for a promotion?
5: Uh, It's huge. Everyone's, everyone's got to do their part. Everyone's got to, everyone's got to make sure they're hitting their roles and, like I said, if you're opening match, you gotta be very excited. If you finish a match, you gotta you gotta bring that energy to close the show. If you're in the middle of the card, you gotta get you gotta find ways to keep that crowd alive over three hours, because those GCW shows are not short. That's three and a half, four hours, you know. Opening matches, like I said, it's gonna be hot because you got that many people right now and they're growing like crazy. Last match, there's rain, but we have such good performers that we're all interchangeable and everyone can perform and get the best out of that crowd. You, you you can put those tag matches with the Briscoes and uh, um, second gear crew. You can put any of them anywhere and you're going to have a great match. You, you can put AJ great anywhere on the card. It's going to be a great match. They find ways to get energy on all these people. So everyone's stepping up. The young guys are stepping up. Uh, the new guy, I'm very new to GCW. I said, I've only been rolling with GCW four or five months. And I'm very grateful that they let me into their locker room, but they've been there. They've known each other. I'm trying to know these guys. And to get to meet them, but they're, they've been nothing but great to me. They've welcomed me. Besides, um, like I said, and sometimes they hit me in the head with matches and chairs, but like besides that, it's been pretty good.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw that you had a, a singles match with Atticus Coger. So he's very prominent in the death match. Uh, game and I don't see uh, I don't feel like Ninja Max wants to dabble in the deathmatch
5: does it? No 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 I gave um, Brett I gave Brett I, I, gave Brett, I, I was very clear in Tampa not that I have nothing against death matching. I watch it it's not bad I enjoy it um, if they were willing to pay my price I would do a death match. Uh they have not agreed to make my price and the day I met Brett I told him what my price was I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to make myself valuable one day where he'll pay that price and when I'm valuable enough for him to pay that price, you'll, you'll get the white ninja outfit. So for that death match.
0: Ooh. Oh, I like that kind of like. Uh, <laughs> is it like an alter ego? Jesus Christmas, uh, alter ego like the Jushin Liger. Jushin. Done out. All right, so let me. I'll ask. This out you, English is
1: out. All right, so is it an alter ego like Jushin Liger's alter ego, which is what Kishin Liger met? Yes, is that is that basically what this is? Kind of maybe what we'll see.
5: We, um, I, I would say at the moment because I am independent and I do what I want. The image of Ninja Mac to me right now is a gambling ninja. So you see the red and the black because in roulette you see red and black on the table, and I make bets. So I know um, people do ask me, "Does the red mean you're angry?" Is that the kamikaze? Uh, the name Kamikaze that's coming out uh, for AAA show. I couldn't use Ninja and I couldn't use Matt copyrighted wise because they've already had that previously in their long history. So I needed to come up with a new name, and then I had that name ready for my new finisher that I haven't brought out yet. Um, I, I keep some secret, uh, secret techniques that I haven't shown anyone. So, um, but I since I haven't shown anyone, I figured that'd be a good name to use when I go internationally. So. <laughs> It's been it's been working, Kamikaze. Uh, with GCW announcers, though, like I said, they're independent too. They say what they want. They can do what they want. So they recommend Ninja Kamikaze Man, Ninja Fuck Man. So <laughs> it's it, it changes every time. And to me, I, I appreciate what they say. Um, I do try and represent wrestling to a whole public of audience, and there's going to be kids and there's going to be adults involved. So to me, cussing. It's a GCW show, so I'm used to it. But previously, I w- no cussing was done, but I've also done a lot of lucha. So when you go to lucha, you got people screaming at you. And in Mexico, they said some things to me down in Mexico City. They did not like me at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but by the end of the match, they all, threw, they all threw their pesos in the middle of the ring. Now, it could be them just throwing maybe some coins at me to hit me, but I'll take the pesos. <laughs> yeah.
0: So which, which crowd is more raucous, a, a Mexican crowd or a GCW crowd?
5: Mm. Mm. Um. Could you describe ruckus like more dangerous or more loud and
0: energetic? Well, I think more dangerous goes to the Mexican crowd. Cause you- yes, I would say when I was
5: down in Mexico, I was a little more concerned and I had a little more security next to me with a GCW. It's some more energetic and, um, wild but it's it's like a smart crowd that they 're not going you're not going to see much things but down in that Mexican crowd they there are some things said some things thrown i 'm very protected when I go down there and make they make sure they have people around because you never know
3: right yeah
5: so it's it, it, depending on the the terms of that question no I, I think
1: I, I think i think you nailed it i think matt uh questioned it well, and I think that you nailed it completely because You've heard stories of of, of how seriously yeah. uh, they take their wrestling down there, and uh, just not them. Like I, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to go back to like California, like the dark side of there, even with XPW, like all that, like they, like ECW, and then if you want to go to Puerto Rico, like they take that yeah. shit seriously
5: too. Oh yeah, so I've, I've heard stories of Puerto Rico. I'm 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 trying. I'm trying to get everywhere. I got some good friends that wrestle in Puerto Rico. And maybe in in the future, there'll be a booking for me there. I'm really trying. I do. I I like Lucha, man. I like wrestling general. I I like all styles. Like I said, I I do have intentions to eventually make it out to Japan one day. Um, I I said Mexico is a little more freedom for me to get to. So I've done a little more dabbling in Mexico. But uh, Canada reached out. I need to be double vaccinated for Canada, which I said I'm about to finish in two weeks. I'll be my second one, which will be good. It'll give me a little more freedom. Um, So I'm willing to work all styles and everywhere.
1: That's
0: awesome, man. Uh, So you you mentioned you wanted to work everywhere, um, and I don't know if people are aware, but uh, MCW is doing the uh, Shamrock Cup. They announced the field, and it looks like today, uh,
5: a couple minutes ago. About 20 minutes ago, live, live drop right on the middle of your podcast.
0: They uh, they announced the final entrance. So Ninja Mac is coming out to the East Coast for MCW's
5: 20th yeah. annual uh,
0: Shane Shamrock Cup. Uh, you'll join Luke Hawkes, Sam Adonis, PJ Hawks, Casey Navarro, Aaron Rourke. It is a stacked field,
5: stacked show. How, I'm so excited and scared.
0: Why are you scared?
5: You, are you going into a fight with those kind of people that are that experienced and that good? You you, you don't you don't you should you should be scared everyone's going to be dangerous on that card you, not 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 scared to where you're not going to fight but like I said I'm excited because it's going to be a fun challenge uh like I said I get to wrestle better opponents I'm I'm trying to grind I want to wrestle everyone I want to get better um and like I said those are big names those are some big people um yeah like I said it's it's going to be it's going to be a grind and it's a tournament It's not like you're just going in for one match unless you you lose your first one so it's you have all intentions i have intentions of doing good i don't plan to just show up but i'm also in the mindset i'm prepared of it's going to get wild it's going to get crazy I'm, you know, I'm a little scared a little intimidated but you step up at those times
1: ah your ninja mac will be just fine
5: <laughs> oh yes sir I, I know i'm gonna be fine but <laughs> like i said I'm, I'm excited i'm stepping in no problem but it's also just to be prepared
0: uh so so this it's this whirlwind of ninja mac you're doing these amazing things you finish saturday night you're off to denver at some point after your match brett lauderdale puts it out there on twitter that he sees huge things in you as a performer what does that mean to you not even the there's you know praise in, in public what does that mean to you not only to have the promoter say something after your match like great job great job uh can't wait to have you back but then he puts it out into the the universe where he is putting Ninja Mac over, does that just make you feel like you're you're on your you're doing the right thing? You're
5: on your way up. Yeah, I'm 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 working harder, and I'm trying to I'm trying to show them. I'm trying to show I'm putting the work in. I'm not just showing up to show. Since I have made it on the show now, uh, I'm trying to move up. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to better myself for maybe future things or maybe future things when GCW is going to move on. Uh, the big thing right now with how hot GCW is what's GCW going to look like in 2025? That's not too far away when you're thinking about it. We're about to hit 2022. You, three good years of running like that. There's endless potential. And B- Brett Lauderdale's has given me every opportunity for GCW. And I thank him. Like, w- without, without GCW running as hard as they are and letting me have the chances to work as much as I am, Ninja Mac would not have these this recognition and name. I would not be on this podcast right now. Um, so, uh, thank you, Brett. I always yeah. tell him thank you. They know that. Um, that they, they talk to me often, which is good. Um, so, I appreciate everything they're doing for me and helping me grind. And they work with my schedule. It's not like they keep me there and just stay there. They Hey, let's go. But I've committed to GCW. They are my priority. And I put them first over shows, and I work around that. But they're free to let me work or grind as much as we can.
1: And, and it's, it's so nuts. Like I've known uh tony got the bell ready i've known uh i've known brett lauderdale since he was ref lauderdale um,
5: i so i've i've known brett since i met him in tampa which is a whole flat four or five months and I, i'm starting to hear stories about his reffing yeah um I, I just learned he was a ref like a month ago so that's yeah. new to me
1: yeah so and he was he was a great ref and he was i, I never in his eye like his his creative vision is so like it seems to be impeccable now mm-hmm. Taking chances on people that have been there, people that have done that, and also new people that are are ready to to go. He just has such a. It, I don't want to call him like a create. I guess I will call him a creative genius because he seems mm-hmm. to know, to, and what to dial in on, and what'll either get people really happy or what to get real get people really pissed off about.
5: Oh so, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Without without I'll say without uh without Brett Lauderdale GCW is not where it's at. Brett, Brett is GCW.
3: Yeah,
1: and it's it's just such a it's such a vision for him and this, the way that this, this company is going. And I'm so happy that that you're a part of it now because I've always liked Brett, and I think that it's just a tremendous a tremendous position for everyone to be in. Because the more prominent independent companies that we have that are thriving, and in, listen, I don't, GCW might not even be considered independent anymore. Like they're just like rocket to the moon right now, right?
5: Grind. Why change what's working? If it's working right now, just keep rolling with it, and we'll grow steadily. If if you make a big change, you know what's going to happen. Who who knows what's going to happen? So we know what's working right now, and we're selling out shows every two weeks. Exactly. Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Oh, Hammerstein! I'm so excited, but I I I don't know. I don't know if I'll be there.
1: you'll be there. I think
5: me. I don't want to. I don't
1: want to put the I don't want to jinx it. Put the mush on it, but. I'm just saying, in general, as a company, you got to be happy for them for that.
5: Oh, for sure. It's 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 one of the pinnacles of independent wrestling. Just to get there, and then see what we can do when we get there, and what's going to happen when we get there. And I'm very excited for all of them, and going to give everyone in that locker room an opportunity to shine. It's, it's going to be an, a phenomenal show.
0: So let me ask Ninja Mac: You're uh, you're the dealer. You're the kamikaze. You want to make a bet. What's your uh, if you hit a casino, what's the what's Ninja Max game?
5: Um, Blackjack, uh, Texas Hold'em, Omaha. Um, I I would like um, so I would like to be the first professional wrestler to have a World Series of Poker bracelet. That is one of my goals. I don't know if it's been done yet or not. If it's been done, well, I'll be second or third and I'll take that place. Um, If it hasn't been done, that is something I would like to achieve, too. Um, but I do, I do go sit at the tables because in Texas we got a uh, card rooms now, so it's helped out with the casinos. But if I want to do blackjack, I got to drive over to Louisiana. I'm a little closer to Louisiana than Oklahoma. So uh, what? Right, blackjack let so, so on the tables.
1: So you mentioned Omaha. What are you a high low guy, pot limit guy, no limit guy? What are you?
5: Where, where, where's the Where's the money at? You got to look at the tables. You got to read people.
1: What What do you do? You play limit? No, like.
5: I, I look at the tables and I see yeah. who's sitting at the tables and what kind of money's at the table and see how much I can take from people. God. I don't just Matt, go. I,
1: Matt asked a oh. poker question and he knows I'm addicted to poker and oh, he just okay. asked, we, we got to let you go, but we just asked a poker question. We'll talk uh, in, in DMs
5: about uh about poker. <laughs> yes, sir, for sure.
0: So you get to when when GCW runs the showboat, you double dip, you wrestle, and then you hit the floor.
5: Oh, without a doubt, every night. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll try and hit the floor in the morning because we haven't been to bed or before the show. Oh,
1: but here's the thing with AC: there's only a few uh, casinos that on the boardwalk that have poker rooms
5: still. Yes, but the so the showboat is right between, um, uh, Hard Rock. Hard Rock's the one everyone goes to, a little, and the one right over next to it is Oceana, I believe. I could be saying is, is that. that
1: on. Is that on the boardwalk?
5: yeah it's, it's it's left of when you walk out on the boardwalk from showboat you walk left you get to oceana you walk right you go right to hard rock and they're right in between them so you got two casinos right next we, to you they
1: both have poker rooms
5: no i don't know about poker rooms i yeah. know i just I, go because I, I was
1: down there not too long ago and i had to walk all the way to the trop
5: okay okay yeah, I, I was misunderstanding rooms. the question so yeah for Hold'em in omaha you probably have to but i haven't a I'm normally playing with the the group of uh, GCW people, and they only want to play blackjack. They don't want to play Hold'em yeah, Omaha. I'm I'm that's what I do on the side. So right. I, I do a pro wrestling now, but my job is probably professional wrestler and professional gambler because that's that's how I'm paying. Everything is gambling.
1: Oh, we're gonna have to have some conversations Oh, uh,
5: yes, sir. We, we we can go over some numbers and statistics, All, for right. Sure. All right, analytics, if you will. Oh, yes, sir. I got my percentages. All right. <laughs> The formula uh, there's formulas always, they not right. just in gambling, there's formulas in wrestling, yeah. there's formulas in podcasts.
0: That's right,
1: this is, and, and we don't follow them. So, Matt, close
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.
0: I think we do a good job. Uh, Ninja Mac, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we don't want to take up too much more of your time tonight. Uh, at NinjaMac1 on Twitter, Mac Wrestling on Instagram, Facebook.com slash dot Patreon.com slash NinjaMac. It's been scrolling across the bottom of the screen all night. Uh, hopefully, we can get you some followers. People can check you out. You're doing some great things out there. GCW,
5: uh, Shane
0: Shamrock Cup, November 12th. Yes, sir. Uh, down there in uh, Maryland, over here on the East Coast with us.
5: And I'm uh, going to fly right to GCW the next day to Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah. Double dipping, baby.
5: Yes sir. Next, yes, sir. Next That next week in November 20th, Houston for local wrestling. So give uh, Ninja Mac a shout out in local wrestling. Y'all have a wonderful night. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having Ninja Mac.
0: Ninja Mac, thank you. Much success. We look forward to talking to you again in the near future, my friend.
5: Thank you. Have a good night.
0: Good night, Mr. Mac. The Ninja there Mac. Is. Look, if you're not following him on social media at Ninja Mac one, you got to check him out, man. His highlight reel is off the chains. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy.
1: I mean, you follow him, but you don't even have to follow him. He's everywhere. Those 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 things are everywhere. Like you can't you can't go on social media and not see a Ninja Mac thing.
0: Ninja Mac. Awesome shit. You guys got to check him out if you haven't been checking him out. Tony, how you holding up over there? Big guy.
2: I'm getting a little tired to be honest with you. All right, I, all right, let's talk some uh,
0: Bound for Glory. This guy shows uh, up
1: late, wants to leave early. Look at this guy,
2: <laughs> the life I live. <laughs> it's this, this beautiful thing of mine. What can what I tell guy, you? Look at this guy over here. Uh, so uh, I got numbers so, to run. I'm planning on playing some fucking Omaha and uh and uh Chicago poker. I could have done like, I could have
1: been Omaha, I could have been AC Ducey, I could have been uh, Stull. oh, you play been...
2: AC Ducey too. I play high low, I play spin the wheel, make the deal.
1: That's that's tomorrow night on NXT. I play
2: Piegal. I play uh, what else?
1: You don't play Piegal. You can't afford Piegal.
2: I don't. I can't understand Piegal.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> tile game, if you will.
2: Oh all right. boy! All right, all, right, all right.
0: So we were well, sorry. I'm I'm thanking the guests as we go through.
2: Well, I thank you for thanking the guests, so I don't have to thank. the Well, guests. Tony, I thank you for
1: thanking Matt for thanking the guests.
2: Kevin, I thank you for thanking me for being late and leaving early.
1: <laughs> that's right.
2: Only way to fly. <laughs> Oof.
3: All right, oh,
0: so yeah. uh... yeah.
2: <laughs> Matt, I thank you for continuing to stutter and stammer, even when get it. Show.
0: <laughs> Look, I know my role. I think I play it well. I'm you not do. gonna, I'm not gonna bury Horowitz myself, but I bury Horowitz myself.
2: Fuck it, Tap, pat yourself on the back. You're good to go. Can you even reach? Holy shit! What was that?
1: You okay, all right, good. Well, he Let's went. The, he, we took the long way. He
2: like took like he went to like ways. It took. No, like, he's oh, supposed like, to do the long way. So he does like, it.
0: No, I went like across my. No, I didn't. Yeah. No,
2: you don't. know. you went over the top. You're supposed to go over the top. Wait, hold on. No, you're going around, Kev. You got a Kev behind the head. Wait, you're like, doing behind. Like, I'm doing behind the head. No, behind the head. Okay. You got
1: to do like that. Wow, that is hard. The, like, <laughs> that actually is hard. Yeah, I can't yeah. dice it up. He also slouches when he does it, Barry Harwitz. He leans into it. He also
0: thinks he belongs in the fucking WWE Hall of Fame.
2: Ah, uh, come on. For real, we're gonna have this conversation. He's got
0: a figure. Oh. Yeah, does he? Figure. Remember when a... he broke
2: those when he
1: broke that story that he was gonna have an action figure and it was like a custom that some fan made? Yep.
0: Yeah, I got a fucking pile of gold in my backyard too. Come fucking get it.
2: Oh, did you invest in fucking global force wrestling?
0: Yeah, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> dropped it off when he was at fucking Pandora's box a couple weeks ago. J
1: love Jeff Jarrett. I love Barry Horowitz. Let's move. I love so we were talking
0: period. about for glory before we were joined by our wonderful guest tonight. Uh, Moose wins the call your shot battle Royal. Um, Kevin, you're the, you're the rumble guy thoughts. I love the rumble. I love that Moose won it,
1: but if we're going to fast forward, the ending deflated the hell out of a great, great pay-per-view.
2: Ah, we're not there yet though. Let's, let's... but it,
1: it's
0: relevant to the conversation. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Good yeah. Brothers successfully retained their tag titles. Uh, oh, we didn't pick the Rumble either because they didn't announce all the participants. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, if we had to, we probably could have, but we didn't need to.
0: Yeah, but you didn't know if Braun, you know, but the rumors. If Braun was, was going to show be, exactly. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't. You know, I'm not. I'm already fucking a thousand games behind the two of you. I'm not taking one more just because I'm trying to be fucking Maddie Smarty Pants. Okay. try a little fucking dignity. If I'm going to go out fucking 20 games behind Tony.
2: I was I was tempted like if we were going to pick it Moose probably would have been my pick to be honest with you. See, I, I would have gone easy.
0: Morrissey cuz he came in at 20.
2: Uh, yeah, but you didn't know he was coming in at 20. No, you no, also you didn't did. know Moose it was Oh, he did? Yeah.
1: It was yeah, Chris Sabin uh, was announced as number yeah. 1 and and Morrissey was announced as 20.
0: He beat Sabin to get on the last impact on Thursday. He beat Sabin to get the 20 spot and Sabin had to go to 1 cuz he lost. Yeah. Uh, The Good Brothers successfully retained We all picked the Bullet Club Yeah, bullshit
2: win. on the Good Brothers Fuck that noise
0: Yeah, because I'm kind of
2: yeah, yeah, I'm done with them
0: I'm over the Good Brothers too Which is I never thought I would say that so right, I think, Here's why you say I that. think if we got The shit with the young The shit in AEW And the, the That's the reason I stopped watching um The elite fucking YouTube show Then with the fucking The, the relentless dick jokes I I don't know if they went back to Japan, if that door, if they, if there wasn't a pandemic, maybe I wouldn't be so, but I'm just like, that's it.
1: Matt, that's it. You're, you're over the,
0: you're,
1: you're over the good brothers, even though you're not a religious impact wrestling watcher you're over them. I think because they're not where you want them to be.
0: You know what, Kevin, that's, that's a great point.
1: And it's a great point. And because they're playing second fiddle to the bucks in AEW and while they might be top dogs on impact, if you're not a religious watcher of impact, you don't appreciate it the way someone who does watch it. And that's no fault of your own. You don't watch it. You don't watch it. I don't watch WWE. You don't, it's just not where you want them to be. And I, I don't think it's where they want to be either. I think they want to be in Japan. I think they want to be doing all this crazy, awesome stuff that made them who they are. So and hopefully maybe they'll they'll get there again. What's the deal with that, Matt? Is there any reason why they're not wrestling in Japan? Not them specifically, but is it the travel uh, stuff still? Yeah, it's still travel stuff. Okay.
0: It's still, you know, they can't. I don't I think they're committed to to impact and, and AEW where they can't necessarily go over like Suzuki's here for two months. So, like he can come over for two yeah. months. I don't think any of these guys, because they're kind of all over the place, I don't think they can go. You know, it's not like he used to be where they could fly over and then fly back and this and that and the yeah. other thing.
1: Yeah. It's, and it, I, again, it's because they're there with the Bucks in AEW. So they're not, listen, maybe this leads to them. Maybe this leads to them fi- uh, fighting the Bucks at some point soon. Who knows? I don't know. I but hope so. If that's, yeah, if that's the case, then I'm all in for that. But I just think right now it's not exactly where they saw themselves. Listen, they're having fun, and it's not where the 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 fans saw themselves saw them when they decided to go to Impact uh, after getting let go by WWE.
0: So they retain. We all lost that. Uh, we all lost the next match. Mickey James defeats Deanna Perazu to become the new Impact Knockouts Champion. Guys, I love Mickey James. I think she is a legend in the world of professional wrestling. I just don't get this.
2: Same boat, sir. Same boat. The only thing I could think of is maybe it was Telegraph because Deanna got the better of her when she attacked her in the stall, so she had to get a comeuppance. But, yeah, man, I don't I don't understand. Mickey James does not need the win here at all. Deanna Peraza, this would have been a huge feather in her cap, would have made her even more dominant champion. Then we figure out where we go from there, but... I'm just as fucking lost on this one as you, Matt.
1: I, I picked Deanna, but I'll disagree with you guys. I think that Deanna's on the same level as Mickey James right now. So it's not a it's not a case of Mickey didn't need the win and Deanna did. Deanna didn't doesn't need the win either. Like this was a really good story that was just really well told and really good. The match proved that. And I think again, there's a lot of tapings in two days uh yesterday and today so i wouldn't be shocked if deanna gets the belt back from mickey james if not in these tapings i don't know what nwa is doing i don't know if there's a, an event where they might fight there maybe we don't know what nwa
2: is doing either can yeah may,
1: maybe <laughs> mickey james wants to return the favor maybe deanna wins it on a, at an nwa show back there's no doubt in my mind that deanna's winning this belt back from mickey james
0: he, here's my thing right mickey james has not been an impact for many years um she comes back, she has one match with Savannah Evans, and then she beats Deanna Perazo. And I'm kind of like, eh. But on the flip side, it's well, if Deanna Perazo beats Mickey James, there's literally nobody left for Deanna Perazo to beat. Now, I did see what they're setting up with Mickey James, and I'm not opposed to it. This was the Oh, remind me, Matt. Remind me. Well, they said they're I don't want to spoil what they Oh, no, no. If it's spoilers, then no. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I I thought it was something maybe maybe I forgot. No, I see what they're setting up, and I'm not against it. But, again, it's still we all picked Deanna. We all lost this match. Um, I guess it's like a catch-22, you know? Deanna beats her, then who's left? If Mickey James wins, she's the champion. We didn't see it coming. But now she is in a position where she can make another woman. You know, if it's not Diana, is it Atasha Steeles? Is it a Mercedes Martinez? Um, is it a Chelsea Green? I, I, I want Deanna to have
1: the belt back as soon as possible. But that's just me. I think Deanna has done such a great this what, what was her rank in the PWI five hundred? Like three. Oh, five. you
2: want to talk about PWI? No,
1: 500? no, we don't have to go there. But I'm just saying that. Oh, uh, the women's sa- the women's list.
0: Exactly. Or did I
1: they do the, they,
0: do they combine them now? They did. I don't know where she was in the 500, but I think she was top five in the, yeah. uh, in the women's. So with
1: that being said, like, that's why I feel like why th- Deanna's oh. not, Deanna's not like some, like, like newcomer that needs to win over somebody that, you know, that would, it, it would benefit her. I would love to see, I'd love to have seen Deanna win, but Deanna's got to win the belt back. And Deanna's got to be the person that makes the next baby face
0: women's wrestler to me why the thumbs down tony
2: why are there like 15 women in the top 500 and then there's a separate 150 for women why why I who was number one on the men's side kenny omega why can't kenny omega be number one on the women's list too I don't... why
1: i don't know tony that's why a...
2: that, that that's my problem if you're gonna have a women's top top whatever then keep it completely separate there's no reason to have women cross over into the men's side. If you're going to do that, don't have a women's chart and just rank everybody against each other and do it that way. I'd rather have them do that and not call bullshit on that because then, all right, fine. If all you got right. a fair method to do it, do it. But don't separate them and then put women in the men's countries. Well, I, I, I feel like that might be more to benefit
1: the independent talent to have the, the full list for themselves.
2: Then, then let them stay on that list. I got no problem with two separate lists. Just don't do the crossover shit. It just doesn't make sense. Were the women that were ranked in the men's ranked in the same order on the women's list?
1: I don't know, Tony. I,
2: I, that's the thing. Like, like it just it just makes no sense to me. Keep it separate or combine them and fucking just be done with it one way or the other. That, that's my problem fair. with
0: it's it. That's fair. I mean, it's an argument for sure. I I don't want to get up and get my PWI 500. So no no
2: I wasn't asking you to. Besides we got the rest of Impact uh, to cover right. down for glory. Kate's
0: got a point. Kate Hensler. It's a money grab and that's all it is. People go out buy the magazines. I like the lists. I don't really invest too much. All right.
1: It. It's a what, what's a money grab?
0: The fact the that PWI list. No. Yes. Yeah, that exactly.
2: sells magazines. Now you got two issues of the magazine you could sell.
1: Oh, it's a separate magazine. Yes. The 150 is a separate magazine than the 500. Yes. Oh yeah. I know
3: that. I money, 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 money,
1: money, money. Did not know that. I just thought like I was like, what? What does a money girl have to do with anything if it's in the same book? No, it's uh, two separate magazines.
0: And uh, just to put a bow on the Diana Perazu thing, I think in a perfect world, I think if Deanna Perazu beat Mickey James, there's one person that never got their their right their their right due against her, and that was Kylie Ray because she left. And if she didn't leave again because of her mental issues, to have it come full circle and have her come back and beat Diana, I think that would have been a fucking great story. But we know, unfortunately, yeah. you know, Kylie Ray is not in the right headspace. And to her credit, she's decided to take a break again. And it's nice to see in this day and age that that people are self aware, where they know yeah. like this: I'm on a destructive path, uh, and I'm not in my right headspace, wow. so I need to step away.
1: Well, here's the thing. This is why that a lot of people have preached for off seasons in wrestling for a long time where you cycle rosters so people can take care of themselves and heal themselves, whether it be physically or mentally. I feel like now more than ever, and Kylie Ray is basically doing that on her own, saying like, listen, I'm going to wrestle. I have no problem wrestling. I'll be here. But every so often, I'm going to need to go and take care of me. And whether that's physically, whether that's mentally, that's something that." I've always thought should be considered, and there's so there's enough wrestlers in the world. WWE has enough wrestlers in the world. AEW has enough wrestlers, and I'm not putting this is just different. This I'm just saying stuff. I'm not blaming anybody for this. There's a re, there's no reason why you can't have an off season for some people and cycle talent in and out. I've said it forever. Like just do it. it. It'll help them heal. It'll help them repair their mental state. Just fucking go with it, bro. Like what's like who are you really killing other than like I, all right the the gate the, the pay-per-view buys this and that but are, is everything really that great anyway right now the
2: the, the only thing that kills me about the kylie ray situation is that this always seems to affect her when she's got something more than just working on the line like it's, it seems to be like every time where they're actually building her up to something is this time that she gets in her own head and then well, she tony doesn't to that away. doesn't
1: that say something doesn't that say something to you
2: yeah, it's no, it does. Look, it's great that she wants to walk away. However, if I'm a promoter, I don't know if I could ever trust to book Kylie in a situation that's fine. where I'm gonna like give her the ball and run with it. And that and that's fine if that's her position. As a Kylie Ray fan, I'm heartbroken by that, but I also know the fact that like she'll still be able to go out there and ply her trade. It just breaks my heart that she may never yeah. be able to get to that next level. All right, it's so kind of here, where at
1: here, at. here's where you have to find the happy medium. Any promoter, NWA, Billy, whoever it is, has to Billy. go to Kylie Reagan hey, and wait, say, wait, wait, hey. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I call him Billy. You call him William Patrick. Oh,
1: I, no, I'm sorry. Mr. William William, uh, <laughs> William Corrigan.
2: <if laughs>
0: Thank you. <know>. you. <laughs> um,
1: so that's where you have to go to her and say, listen, I respect everything that you do. I trust that you were taking care of yourself. But here's the thing. You are more than welcome to work here anytime you want. Mm-hmm. but this is your role. This is where you're going to be because we can't do yeah. you know, A with you. Here's B. And B might not be worse. B could be worse. It could be different. It's it, Maybe it's to help put new women over. Maybe it's like a Masha or, a, or yeah. a Layla Hirsch or someone like that. This is what you're going to do here. And it's not an ultimatum. It's not like you do it or you're gone. We'll figure something out. But it's just not going to be in this super top role right now unless you think that you are ready for it. And we'll wait here until you are. Because Kylie Ray is that kind of talent. Kylie Ray is that is that good where she can easily slide into any top role that she wants if she feels like she can handle it. If she can't, no harm, no foul. Here's what we got for you.
0: Let's do it. Right? Agree. Uh, Let's move on to the main event. Josh Alexander challenged Christian Cage to become uh, for the Impact World Championship. And as we all predicted, he was successful. Uh, I thought the match was fantastic. Um, He has a beautiful moment in the ring with his wife and his child. D'Lo Brown is emotional. Matt Stryker is emotional. Oh, fuck Matt Stryker. Kevin's favorite color commentator in the wrestling. Was D'Lo
2: bobbing his head when he was celebrating? Matt,
0: he's the
1: favorite commentator in our sport.
0: Our sport, guys. Our sport, and I, I don't
1: mean fuck Matt Stryker. I just hate when he says our sport.
0: No, you said it, so you, you said fuck No, Matt. I'm not gonna. I, I take it back.
1: Take oh, it
0: back. he takes it back.
1: I take it. I take back fuck Matt Stryker. I don't take back my hatred of
0: our sport. Josh Alexander has his moment. It's a beautiful moment. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Oh, he's so great. His wife and his kid. Here, here yeah. comes Moose with his bowling trophy. <laughs> Then he fucking cashes it in. Moose. Moose. Fucking Alexander pushes his wife and his child to the corner. (laughs) Beer. We got ourselves a new Impact World Champion. Moose! Kevin, I know Kevin was not a big fan of this.
1: And it's not because I don't even like Moose. I love Moose. And I wanted this for him, but just completely took the air out of the show and it kind of, it was, I guess this is a criticism. I guess it was so WWE esque. I win this and I'll cash it in that night. And it's a heel doing it to end your biggest show of the year. Like WrestleMania has been built on letting the top babyface go home happy and making moments other than a select few, if that. And now you're going to have your guy that you've been building and building and building to this and win it and then have Moose, who I love, come in and completely de- like deflate everything that has been done, that everything that you've worked for, for Josh Alexander, going over Christian. That's a uh, Christian Cage. Josh Alexander beats Christian Cage clean in the ring and then moose takes it away from him and just everyone's just like all right now what now what are we gonna do
2: i mean that's the bummer of it all because we we could tell even when they were the north like uh you know josh alexander had something special about him and he had a chance to go out on his own x division champion cashes in option c all the good stuff you get all the feels with him and you feel like they're building a big star and they are and he'll get his moment again yeah yeah, you know what
1: matt you know you know i'm tony you know what it is because the money is in the chase.
2: Yeah, the money is
1: in the chase, Tony. Well, and I <laughs> agree with that
0: concept to an extent, but not here, not now. Well, to be fair, he wasn't. He just cashed in option C. He didn't. He was He just said, "Well, I'm just going to trade in this title and get this title match." So now
1: you he gave can watch up something
0: him, to do it. Sure, but now you can watch him chase down Moose. Chase Moose. Nah, it was. For the all right, so for the standalone optic of
1: the pay per view in a vacuum, it was Bro. terrible. Excuse me. Oh, you're welcome. It was <laughs> terrible for you, it was terrible for everyone.
0: Well, I don't think that's a fair statement. Terrible I, for didn't have, I didn't have a problem with it.
1: A lot of people on social media because I was live tweeting the show. Oh, pe- a lot of people hated it. A lot of people. I wasn't the only hey,
3: one. Hey, this is Moose.
1: Oh, listen! I love play that play that again, Tony. I want to talk to Moose. Hey, this is Moose. All right, Moose. Fuck. Here, here's what? A, here's what we have to say right now about you. What do we have to say? And you're listening to the Shining the Wizards
3: podcast.
1: I uh, listen. I appreciate that more than you could ever know. But what we have here is a failure to communicate.
3: Hey, this is Moose.
1: Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I understand that I'm speaking with Moose.
3: Hey,
1: this is Moose. All right. Hey, Moose, this is Kevin.
3: Hey, this
1: is... Moose, are you there?
3: Moose. Moose. Hey.
1: Moose, please.
3: Hey, this is
1: Moose. Okay, there. We got you back. All right. All right, so Moose.
2: (laughs) All right, forget it. I'm done.
0: Do
1: you have anything... No, oh, we need you, Tony. Do we? Do What's you have left? anything? Do you have There's anything Nothing else?
0: left. He says, "Fucking six words." <laughs> hey, it. It Moose. All right, Moose. Here we go. Uh,
1: let me ask you this, Moose. Um, Tony, maybe you can chime in as Moose if you want to. Um, oh God. All right. All right. Shining six.
3: the wizards. Oh yeah, shining Chris. the wizards. Shining the wizards,
1: baby.
0: Shining the wizards.
1: <laughs> Greatest shining
3: the wizards.
0: Is oh. it not? Hold on, though. Is it not a fucking cheap? Dare I say cocksucker move for him to cash in and ruin this moment? There's no heels in impact. Hey. Right? Sammy Callahan's hurt. <laughs> you got a built-in feud. <laughs> you got a... Sammy Callahan was a babyface when he got. Hey. You got a Well, I mean, I always think he's a heel. You got a built-in feud now with William Morrissey because Moose eliminated him in the battle. Moose. No! And they're look, they're still doing big things with Josh Alexander at the tapings. He's wrestling Minoru Suzuki. They put it all over fucking social yeah, media today. They did do that. We,
2: we got an exclusive with Moose after the match. A one.
3: Hey.
1: Moose, we'd love to have you back on anytime.
3: Hey.
0: All okay. right. Kate says let it play out, though. What if it's a really good story? What if they tell oh a fantastic God. story? I really? Listen, and
1: that's usually my mantra. That's usually what I say. Let's wait and see what happens. But in that optic, in that moment where it's your show, it's their biggest show of the year.
0: Is Bound, Bound for Glory the biggest show, though? I thought it was Slammiversary.
1: No, Bound for Glory is. Well, Bound for Glory was their first pay-per-view. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is Slammiversary for all I know. I thought Bound for Glory was it. What was the first it was show?
0: I you, could, you definitely could be right. I could Happy be completely farting
1: in church right now. <laughs> but... Um, hey. But it was—they were in Vegas. They were out of the—that's hey. right, Moose. <laughs> and it was a—it was an environment that was a big time feel, and it was to me it, it felt like their biggest show of the year. No, it, it is their biggest show. Yeah, damn it! Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. No, hey. I thought it was uh, a anniversary. No, you're wrong. Who cares? All right, so what do you? It was just a terrible way to. It left it. All right, here we go. How about this? Fair to say left a bad taste in the mouth.
2: In your I mouth. Went, I went 4-3, and three, so I was happy I came away with a winning percentage. I don't give a shit. Matt, could you give us the, the tallies up to the, today's date?
0: Tony, I know you're tired. Me and Kevin are having a nice conversation yeah, here. Give us a shit. Forth.
2: Fucking Moose won. Get
0: over it. Oh my god, Tony. We're wrestling podcast. People want to hear us talk about wrestling. Now listen to you play the fucking Moose Drop for 15 minutes.
1: I love the Moose Drop.
0: I love Moose Droppings. <laughs> Tony...
2: Moose Drop or Doudrop? Oh, Well, dewdrop fucking lost. Moose is the big winner. Fucking won that's two matches in one night. Holy shit. That's a great point. Moose Doudrop. won two matches in one night, and he wasn't even in a tournament. How do you like them apples?
1: Hey, Matt, do you know who he beat in that match to,
0: to, to win? Who do yeah, you he, beat? he beat fucking Woo Woo Woo. Yeah, I right. watched it. I told you I watched it. I know. I was just checking. I don't know why I watched it, but I watched it. I so, both, great. so
2: both Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green lost?
0: Yeah, and Brian nope. Myers.
1: You
2: know Oh shit, you know what that makes all three of them, Matt? What's that? <laughs> Fucking losers! what You couldn't even say major losers. You couldn't even like jazz
1: it
0: up. Yeah, well, whatever. We okay. all went 13 and 4 over the weekend, so there's very little change. There's actually zero change. <laughs> <That's> Tony's a- <laughs> Tony's 161, 59, and one. Kevin is still sits seven games back at 154, 66, and 1. I am let's see, math 24 it's, games. Yeah. 24 games back at 137, 83, and 1.
2: Wait, what were my numbers again? 161 and what? 59?
0: Yes. With First one
2: man, 100, 100 wins over 500. Boosh. Boosh.
0: I'm only 77? No, you're 154 and 66. You're seven games back. Oh, seven games back, yeah. Because it's that whole pay-per-view that I missed.
1: Yes, that's your own fault. Oh, I got it. I guess I own it. I want to catch it. No, 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 no,
2: no, no. See, Kevin, this is this is where Kevin makes the mistake. Kevin won 0-6. I only won three and three. So I only gained three games on Kevin because of that snafu. I think Matt even went two and four. I
0: think. I don't even know. i probably shit the bed.
2: <laughs> have you but shit now, your
0: right? pants? Li- have you shit your pants lately? No, no, we're good. No shit in the pants. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, very Absolutely. good to hear. So I, I we I want to talk about this because I did order this show, and I did watch uh, GCW War Ready last night. Uh, all the wrestling that was this weekend, I texted you guys. I told you I ordered um, Bound for Glory, and I was going to watch it today. But when I got home last night, I decided I wanted to watch this GCW show. I've never watched a full GCW show in its entirety, um, and I wanted to. I also I ordered the combo because I saved like 8 bucks if you get the combo, so I have to watch Bloodsport. I'm just like... I don't know the idea, the whole concept, the no ropes, weird worked shoot oh. fighting thing. I'm going to check it out. It's just not high on my list of things I want to watch right now, Yeah, but war ready. I watched in its entirety last night, uh, it took place Saturday night out in Los Angeles. Uh, main event was Minoru Suzuki and Nick Gage. Um, we talked to, uh, um, Ninja Mac, Ninja Mac. I don't know why I don't have Ninja Mac on the rundown here. Yeah. Um, but he, he beat Arez. It was a fucking fantastic. The whole show was awesome. Such an ECW vibe to it. Uh, from the way that the show is shot to the guys coming out, and there's no fucking guardrails, and they're in there with the crowd. And, you know, the, there was so much talent. Um, Alley Catch won an eight man scramble with jtg was involved gringo loco matt Vandergriff, gaston a bunch of fucking super talented people that i've never really heard of before wait wait, of- wait
2: wait wait wait, gaston you mean oh, like from God. fucking beauty and the beast
0: it was not from beauty and the beast but I don't- was oh, fuck missed opportunity in my book uh past guest alex zane beat jonathan gresham in a fantastic match uh aj gray beat dark Sheik. Uh, Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie, who's like this 18-year-old kid who's phenomenal, beat Jacob Fatu and Juicy Fatu. Uh, Jacob Fatu and Juicy Fatu.
2: Juicy Fatu? I think
0: it's Jacob, uh, Juicy Fanu. I don't I don't know why. I just copy-pasted. Uh, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne went to a no contest when uh, Atticus Cougar came out and, and beat up everybody. Um, Effie beat Psycho Clown in a really fun, weird match. Um, but I ordered it to see the Briscoe brothers wrestle fucking man's Warner and Matthew justice. And it was everything I thought it would be, uh, a fucking madness. It was an insane match. They fucking killed each other. Everyone was bleeding. It was fantastic. The Briscoe brothers walk out there as the GCW, uh, tag team champion. So that's huge for them.
1: Yeah. What's your take on that? By the way,
0: I fucking love it. I love it. Um, Something that I never saw
1: really coming, where like the Briscoes win a tied team championship on, on, of this caliber
0: outside of Ring of Honor. They they put it over Kevin uh, Gill and and Lenny Leonard were your commentators last night. They did a great job. They continuously point out very rarely in their career do the Briscoe brothers stray outside of Ring of Honor. I know they did some New Japan stuff, but that was like working with uh, with Ring of cool. Honor. It's it's just huge. It's huge that these promotions are willing to work with each other and let this stuff happen. And who knows? Who knows what's next? Is it Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie now against the Briscoe Brothers? Is it Jacob Fatu and Juicy Fanu? Um, I don't Juicy know. Juicy Fanu. God damn it, Tony. All yeah. right. So I watched the main event was Minoru Suzuki and Nick Cage.
2: Murder, death kill all day, every day.
0: I've o- now, this is only the second time I've seen a Nick Gage match. I saw him on Dynamite Wrestle Jericho and I saw this.
2: Wow, you didn't watch Cardona? You didn't watch Moxery? How dare you? How no,
0: dare I you, seen those. I've wow. seen clips, but I have seen, seen the whole- more.
2: I've seen more Nick Gage matches than you have. How does it happen? I've seen fire and I've seen rain. All right, I've seen fire and ice. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: That's right. Ice Train and uh, Scott Norton.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Love to have Scott Norton on the show, by the way.
0: Be great. I love to have Scott Norton on the show, too. Um, I don't know how to say this without upsetting people. Right. Just
2: fucking say it.
0: I have, I want to choose my words fucking carefully, Tony. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. <laughs> now you're going to think about your words? All right. So, though,
1: Tony, that's not fair because normally when Matt's like, when he stumbles, he's just, talking this is like a legit thought that he has in his head that he wants to make sure not not only does he not make a, a mumble mouth he wants to actually say it right so Matt take your time
0: the ship has not sailed on Nick Gage he's over as fuck the crowd is fucking into him when he comes out of the locker room for his entrance the camera cannot find him because people are just fucking swarming it is like I had anxiety watching it uh because no because dude it's a sea of people just they've they went they went like it's they just swarm him and you can't see him you don't know where he is are we talking sandman a jace or more than sandman more than sandman dude is over as fuck the entrance is great the ring introduction is great and then as bruce pritchard says the bell rings yeah. I'm cool. sorry. And look, maybe I'm fucking worn out from Monoro Suzuki too because he's doing dynamite. I saw him at New Japan Sunday. I wasn't expecting a fucking five star match. I thought this was shit. I'm sorry. It was a brawl. It was very ECW like. I, I just, I, I didn't like it. Correct. Ding.
1: I mean, now, I again. can't comment because I didn't watch it. So I don't know. But I mean, you've watched a whole lot of wrestling in your life, Matt. So, and you've watched a whole lots of different types of wrestling in your yeah, life.
0: And I just, I didn't like this. It was, it was a, it was, if you've ever watched ECW, it was like, a, it was like every Raven, Tommy dreamer match where they just were out in the crowd and they were like throwing shit at each other. It was just, I don't know. And the uh, ending was, the ending wasn't bad. He hit the gosh style power driver through the fucking table. Um, But, like, I don't know. I just. How would this compare, other than maybe, like, the Daniel Bryan-Minoru
1: Suzuki match, how would this compare to other matches that he's had since he's been in the States lately? Minoru Suzuki? Yeah.
0: I mean, the the street fights he's done on Dynamite uh, and New Japan have been much better. I, I don't know.
1: What were your expectations going into it? With him versus Nick Gage, knowing what we know about Nick Gage and knowing what we know about Minoru Suzuki at this stage in his career.
0: My expectations were a little better than this.
1: So on a scale of 1 to 10, how disappointed were you with it? Uh,
0: Like a 5.
1: All right, so that's not – you don't hate it,
0: then. No, I don't hate it. Hold on, my wife is calling me.
1: All right, Mary, Rhiannon, what's is up? Is she
2: calling you late for
0: dinner? Yes, wife. I'm not oh, boy. Oh, hold on. Uh oh. Uh Uh-oh. So Tony,
1: what did you think about GCW, a show that neither one of us watched?
2: It was fucking fantastic, Kev. Seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. Hey Tony,
1: let me ask you this. What did Moose think about game changes? Oh, you want to do this? Oh fuck. We have to. It's the only thing we can do.
2: Hey Moose. Hey. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> what? how'd you like gcw moose wait who am i speaking
1: to this is moose
2: all right so it's moose um moose um uh, what did you think of the uh of the gcw show the shining wizards oh they were throwing shining wizards huh that that, that must have been pretty awesome hey. hey all right moose good talking to you see you oh, later wow. Wow. Tony, yeah a- we know you won moose it's all Tony, right.
1: that sounded like a real kick pad fest over there Holy the shining, shit, a lot of shining having- wizards
2: thrown Dude, it's not easy to fucking do what I just did.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that more than you will ever know.
2: Holy shit. Tony. Uh
1: No, we're good. We're good, baby. I don't know. I'm fucking so tired.
2: <laughs> Tony,
1: you can't be tired when you show up a half hour late to the podcast. Dude,
2: you don't understand, man. Like my schedule's been fucking wacky. Wacky, no,
1: listen, I am mad at you, kid. Uh well, so, can,
2: look, you see, but that's the thing. Like, there were other people who would have just fucking blew the show off without telling anybody anything. But me, I'm still trying to make the effort to oh. you, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Matt
1: you Matt know. can probably still hear this, by the way.
2: No, no, he's 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 off. He'll he'll listen to the replay. Well, hope I hope really everything's all
1: say. good with Matt. We are the shining wizards. Follow us on Twitter at Wizards Podcast, follow us on Instagram at Wizards Podcast Pro Wrestling Keys. Uh oh.
2: He didn't do the Patreon producers yet either, did he? Oh, no.
1: Rock and roll. Right, you know what? I'm
2: going to fly through them real quick. Don't forget Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. We got bonus shows. We got boxes of wizardry. We got all kinds of shit. Go over there and sign up for the level that you can afford if you like the fucking the, all the extra goodies and whatnot check it all out. Like I said, patreon.com slash Podcast. Kevin, it's time to thank those that support us, the Shining Wizards. These are our Patreon producers. We want to thank Kathy Hummer, the Queen of the Wizards. Manny Krazzo, our man from across the way, the King of the Shining Wizards. Anthony and Danny Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. The Sean's, Sean Toe and Sean Caleo. Kevin, <laughs> Bretton- kev brett simonello
1: what do you hear what do you say
2: kate hensler who annoys the fuck out of us but we love her every fucking minute of it go on and get her thirst trap pics over on the fucking twitter machine she's at ondeckic.com she's in fight club she i don't know she's on every fucking show i think she's still doing shit with mike freeland i have no fucking idea but kate's awesome check her out macarifo no relation to the kjg Mm -hmm. maddie Mm -hmm. mellinger christine friesendorf mark parloni happy birthday mark Kenny Hawsey, Mr. Scott Strinksmore, Jay Copp, the big cop of pumps from the turnbuckle throwbacks, the fucking greatest thing ever on the Shining Wizards Network. Thomas cops the Mott Spock. Mr. Michael Hammond. Uh, let me see who else is on here. Mr. Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro. Braden Bergen. Uh, is he the fucking guy that does the fucking LeBron James collecting shit? I don't even know. Uh, Brendan Haney. Kerry Cowling. Fucking Mr. Ryan Schlong. And Kev. His pal Antonio Hosterman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. He is the one, the only, the incomparable, the unattainable, and the untouchable. Mr. William Mercier Jr.
1: Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean?
0: i know what you mean kevin sorry i had to take a phone call there the uh the weather has turned outside my friends so oh yeah
2: it's really bad my wife told me it's gross i have to go check to see if i'm getting fucking water in the cold oh, room too yeah, so yeah it's my- it's getting fucking terrible might be, so- it, might be uh, it might be a day home uh, a work from home day tomorrow
0: yeah
1: state of to- emergency
0: supposed to, have, supposed to have a truck event tomorrow in the afternoon and i don't think that's happening but uh, my wife was gonna leave work, but she can't even get to her car because there's so much rain. So it's that yeah. bad already. It's yeah. pouring outside right now, so she she me. is not like driving in the rain. So I will call her as soon as I'm done and and be on the phone with her until she gets home. So sorry for punching out of that conversation. About no, it. that's
2: fine. That's fine. As a matter of fact, I I told Kevin I'm a little sleepy ski. So if as soon as you, sooner you want to wrap it up, the better for me,
0: honestly. So uh, um, yeah, just a couple more things I want to hit on. Well, Ooh. I mean, if if Matt, if you're going to stick around, if T Donk wants to bow out, I got I no. I,
2: if we got if we got a few more things, a few minutes, we can we can roll. You know, let's, I don't. There's let's, nothing let's, like
0: too deep. I want to go into. Tony loves the tournament, of course. So the AEW tournament kicked off um, with uh, Orange Cassidy beating Will Hobbs and Rampage, and Eddie Kingston beating Lance Archer. But there was a scary spot there with Lance, so they kind of went home early. He's okay he's okay he was Lance, a little annoyed.
2: why is he doing fucking moonsaults he's a big dude he doesn't need to do that
0: shit. but he does that's part of his repertoire i futures. get
2: it everybody dies i know the whole thing i get it but yeah but i'm kind of with
1: tony now after this like jim ross does it too a lot like wrestle like a wrestle like the size that you are like oh, well you know
0: what i tell jim ross put on fucking suntan lotion dipshit Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. It was oh, on his
1: oh, ankle. Holy go to,
0: the, go to the doctor. He's like, I've been waiting a year to get this holy checked out. Holy shit. No, Maybe he he's waiting been for...
1: de- No, no, he wasn't he wasn't waiting for a year to get it checked out. It's something that he's been dealing with for a year. So who knows if he went to doctors before?
2: Probably not. If he just found out he's got skin cancer, he probably apparently he's, been, been he's, he's had it
0: back in 2016.
2: Sasha Frash.
0: Jim Ross. God damn. Putin <laughs> Yeah, but God I, 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 damn! I'm a, I'm with double Tony. Tubers, There's no reason for Lance cancer. Archer to do moonsault. Oh, God. Uh, double cat. You. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> sorry.
0: Goddamn, goddamn motherfucker. Uh, so, Eddie Kingston, uh, Daniel Bryan beat uh, Dustin Rhodes in a phenomenal match. If you guys Yeah, know. I heard
2: good things. I'm going to have to check that out on the DVR.
0: Um, and it looks like we're going to get Kingston and Daniel Br- uh, Bryan Danielson in the second round. And Moxley and Vance, uh, Preston Vance, number 10, is Wednesday night on Dynamite.
2: Oh, gross. What Press they're gonna they, they set
0: up Moxley and Orange Cassidy a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah. I know that's gross, too. This is a weird
1: tournament because, like, it's and it makes sense if you're like a really like a sports person. Like, everyone that's not supposed to win probably won't win. Like, they're literally like like Daniel Bryan, Dustin Rhodes. All right, that's obvious. Like, uh, Ed, yeah, Eddie Kingston, think- Eddie Kingston, Lance Archer was probably the only one that you really didn't necessarily know who was gonna win, even well, you though you don't lance archer was but you know it
2: kills me though too they got the tbs tournament how do you have 12 women in a tournament and four of them get buys like like what the fuck are we doing
0: because they got to make it last till january 5th exactly oh, thank you
2: thank you me. matt they, but you don't think they could have pulled in four more women to make it a, a full 16 why? why why if, not if you got to go till january 6th why not
1: if you can make it work with what you have here's the thing that I, i'll never understand and maybe I will understand it. And maybe I'm just probably a couple of white claws in. It's fine. But everyone complains about, and, I, and I'm and i not, again, Kate, Kate might as well be on the show tonight. Because we keep referencing her. Um, but she was like, they, they could have done so much more. Everyone can complain about what isn't. And, and if people could stop complaining about what isn't and what is, these are the top women in the, your company fighting for a belt. That's what it's about. It's like when you watch Chopped, and you're like, and they they present the entree to like the judges, and be like, well, this could have really used some, you know, extra cheese and you know another piece of meat and all this stuff, and you're like, well, I don't, that's not what we have. Like, it's not, it's not the comment on what it is and not what could have been. Yeah, it's no. one thing to say it could have used salt. That's one thing. Yeah, I could have put salt on this, but to say that I could have added all these other ingredients when I don't have that option, or maybe it's not part of the game it's different i love this tournament i think it's great i think it's different than the eliminator tournament which makes sense because there are playing rounds which is the first round to get to these top stars and now uh matt if you can pull it up i you probably already have it we're, we're gonna get a match where honestly don't know who's gonna win it's it's chris Statlander against um who beat uh ruby uh, soho ruby soho like can you call that one? I can.
2: But why 12? Why not 8 or 16? Like, having four buys just makes no sense. Because no I, sense think whatsoever.
0: I think that's where they bring the rankings in.
2: Oh, they still fucking do the rankings? Well, fuck me hard. <laughs>
0: All right. And, and Tay Conte is getting her shot at Brit at full exactly. gear. So you take... Nyla, you take Statlander, you take Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa, and they all get buys. Nyla Rose is ranked? Who the fuck did she ever beat? Now look, I don't know if this is based off the rankings because yeah. I don't have the rankings pulled up, but I'm gonna pull them up right now.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think it's necessarily based on ranks on rankings, is. but I think it's just like uh, I mean, can you really complain about
0: anyone that's in it?
2: No, but you could have added four more bodies. I mean, the fucking Forbidden Doors well, open. You could have brought in you your could've...
0: top five right there. Tay Conte is getting her shot at Brit. Jade Cargill's number two. Statlander's three. Thunder Rose is four. Nyla Rose is five.
2: Yeah. So just because you can doesn't mean you need to. 12 is just a stupid fucking arbitrary number. It's different. It's dumb. It's mad dumb. It's hella dumb.
0: Hmm. Well, Tony. Serena Deeb is going to wrestle Hikaru Rashida.
2: Oh, there you go. There you go. A former NWA champion taking on a former fucking AEW champion in the first round.
1: I want to, have, I want to comment on this Kiara Hogan thing by Kate. I'm a huge Kara Hogan fan. Love Kara Hogan. But what has she honestly done in AEW that puts her in this tournament? Nothing.
0: And who would you take? Absolutely
1: in? nothing. Exactly. Who? As my dear, good personal friend, Tony, uh, Don LaGreca would say, who are you taking out?
0: So the rest of the field, Sheeta, Serena Deeb, Ruby Soho, Penelope Ford, which we know the winner went on to face Statlander. Um, The Bunny will face Red Velvet with the winner taking on Jade Cargo, while Anna Jay will take on Jamie Hader, with the winner moving on to face Thunder Rosa. Uh, repeat that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: was trying to see if Kate yelled at me.
0: <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho takes on Penelope Ford with the winner facing Statlander. Sheeta takes on uh, Serena D with the winner moving on to face uh, Nyla Rose. The Bunny takes no. on Red Velvet with the winner taking on Jade Cargill. And Anna J takes on Jamie Hader with the winner facing Thunder Rosa. And we already know that Ruby Soho has advanced.
1: I got no problem with this tournament at all. And it's and and as as much as Tony loves tournaments, it's just it's a different style than the men's one. So I feel like it's cool.
0: Uh AEW is back Wednesday night with dynamite. CM Punk takes on Bobby Fish. Plus, Sammy Guevara defends his TNT championship against Ethan Page. We'll get the John Moxley Preston Vance match. Hikaru Roshida against Serena Deeb and the Elite. Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Adam Cole take on the Dark Order. Uh, comprised of John Silver, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson.
2: Holy fuck, Colt Cabana's wrestling? Somebody fucking alert the Pope.
0: Uh, during Dynamite Cabana. Saturday night, we also saw Tony Neese in the crowd.
2: Yay.
0: Love Tony. Uh, so hopefully he ends up there. They also well,
1: announced. Well, uh, I guess spoiler, but I won't give results. He wrestled on one of the tapings.
0: Yes, a bunch of people did. That's right. Uh two matches announced for Rampage. Leo Rush and Dante Martin will take on Matt and Mike Seidel. Uh, we will also Matt uh Brian Danielson taking on Eddie Kingston. Uh, and that's what I have for AEW. What do we got? Gone, gone, done. Tony, you watch MLW. Uh you no. Know, <laughs> Nicole Savoy beat Holodead and then Holiday Dead attacked willow nightingale after the match willow, willow. Willow was on commentary calvin tankman wrestled matt cross in the opera cup king mo was on commentary so i took a shower and missed the whole match
2: that's hey, right
0: who won uh calvin tankman won king mo is looking to recruit calvin tankman because apparently king mo has accomplished something in the world of professional wrestling so he thinks he can go out and start a stable now he can go fuck himself king mo thank you uh, and then King Muertes beat Richard Holiday. I
2: did watch that match. Yes, it was kind of weird that Cuerto had fucking uh two to next to him at ringside too, right? It was kind of weird. Well, they have, like, you know, he's well, he's... he thinks like they're involved or something yeah, have, and whatnot. Look,
0: I mean, they have, a, they have a, there's chemistry there. Of course, there is there's chemistry. Kate, you watch your fucking mouth. I don't give a shit if he's kidding. all right. Enough
2: about Kate.
0: Come on. Enough about King Mo. Uh, Ring of Honor TV this week. Tony Deppen defeated Rhett Titus. Um, homicide came down to ringside to support Tony Deppen. No sign of anyone from the foundation. So there are cracks in the foundation. In the
1: oh, foundation. you fuck. Fuck you. And you're Look at this guy. Me. Look at this guy go.
0: Well, it's weird because the next match was a violence unlimited against the foundation. Brody King, and Chris Dickinson against Gresham and Tracy Williams. And there was Jay Lethal. Right behind Gresham and Tracy Williams. But none of these guys could be found during the Red Titus-Tony Deppin match. So we have problems here in oh. the foundation. Brody King and Chris Dickinson beat the foundation. Your main event, Jay Lethal beat Homicide with the help of the righteous. Ooh. So. Lot of lot of weird stuff going on there. Dutch came down. He beat up on homicide and that allowed Jay Lethal to hit Lethal injection for the win. And as the show went off the air, the righteous stood on the stage and apologized lethal. Uh apologized, applauded Lethal to much confusion.
2: Ooh, I'm confused too. So next I like week this. is a uh
0: trick or treat match. Ooh. Uh trick-or-treat four-corner survival match all the teams will be drawn at random out of a jack-o'-lantern Quinn McKay and Roxy will take on Miranda Alize and the Impaler and Shane Taylor's promotion will defend their six-man titles against Dan Housen, PCO, and Sledge also on week by week this week the NWA Women's World Tag Team Champions the Hex will defend their titles against uh, Miranda Alize and it's in my notes give me one second I'm sorry the
2: Impaler oh
0: I don't think it's Max. Dan Housen? God damn it.
2: I God should Dan have had Housen.
0: this ready. I'm sorry. I'm a failure. It's okay. God damn yeah, It's okay. Oh, where is it? You son of a bitch. So ah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. let's talk to Dan Housen. Dan Housen very nice, very easy. Oh, they're against the Allure. I'm sorry. Angelina Love and Mandy Leone. Ooh. Ooh.
1: And this is NWA?
0: This is, no, the Ring of Honor.
1: Oh, Ring of Honor. God,
0: wow. My head escaped me. Sorry about that. Uh, last but certainly not least, NXT is doing Halloween ha- Havoc this week, so I'm a little behind on NXT, so yeah. I have a lot to talk about there, but I'm going to watch Halloween Havoc Wednesday morning, so I'm excited about that. Tony's fuckboy made it to the goddamn finals of the goddamn G1 Climax again. I don't understand what the fuck they're doing in New Japan. He made it to the finals against goddamn Okada. So Okada beat Jeff Cobb, and that got him to the finals, and then he was trying to do fucking Phoenix fucking star presses or some weird shit and he dislocated his shoulder So throw up the X and get him out of there so Okada won the G1 Climax by forfeit
2: it's unfortunate it really is although Okada is not carrying around a briefcase he's not carrying around a trophy he is carrying Kevin the IWGP championship and he's going to use that to honor Kota Ibushi who has fallen in the tournament and he's gonna use that as the cash-in device for oh, wrestling them I think
0: they're I think, they're I think they're splitting them splitting them up again they got to bring I get a the feeling that's just
2: the way it's gonna be
0: this heavyweight championship thing I don't think it's working out.
2: you mean the world championship
0: thing? yes I it. it's I just I don't know man it just doesn't have the cash It doesn't have the balls to it oh. marble the ball So they Ooh. have announced the lineup for power struggle september uh, november 6th shingo takagi oh my god how did i forget to talk about this too shingo takagi takes on zach saber jr okada defends his briefcase against tamatanga because tamatanga is the only person to beat okada at the g1 uh Tanahashi defends the U.S. title against Kenta. Robbie Eagles defends the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against El Desperado. And the King of Pro Wrestling titles on the line is Toru Yanu Yon- takes on the Great Okan. Uh, Goto, Ishi and Yoshihashi defend against Evil, Takahashi, and Show.
1: Matt, what was that weird little uh, match that I saw with, like, Zack Sabre Jr.? That's and, and so what somebody... I wanted to
0: bring up, Kevin. Outside that? of Abushi getting hurt. It was a special surprise for the final night of the G1. Uh, Shibata did an exhibition match against Zack Sabre Jr. If you're not familiar with Shibata, he suffered a brain hematoma in a match against Okada, which is bleeding on the brain. 2017, he essentially had to retire from professional wrestling. Uh, And he runs the LA Dojo out there for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He had this exhibition against Zack Sabre Jr., It was a five-minute match. It was great. It was fantastic. They shook hands at the end. And Shibata said, next time, it won't be an exhibition. So we may be getting Shibata back in the ring, which is a huge boost for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I think they need it right now because not getting these uh, American talents over there, uh, you're without Jay White. You're without Finn Juice. You're without um, Minoru Suzuki because he's over here. El Fantasmo. El Lance Archer moxley yeah uh and the list goes on and on you know i'm sure look buddy buddy matthews is debuting at the the california shows which okada will be at now that was announced um will osprey so i think uh, that's huge for new japan pro wrestling god, i had a follow-up question that i completely forgot about
2: huge. Oh,
1: i had a follow i had a follow-up question oh my god kevin act like you've done this before
2: that's all right let's move on no,
0: tony definitely. are you excited for enzo to be coming to MLW?
2: Oh, is he? Good for him. Oh,
0: he will. He will be at the November sixth War Chamber event.
2: Is he going to be the mystery partner for Hammerstone,
0: or is he going to be the mystery man in the ladder match?
2: Ooh, you can't teach that, bitches.
0: Boom, bada bing, bada boom. Realest guy in the room.
2: How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> How you... Wait, wait, how's he doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah, like that. If I wasn't in a
0: basement, I would do it right now. Uh, the WWE will will end on this here. Oh boy, they did something they've never done before today. What? Throw
2: belts they, at each other? No, they, they announced,
0: announced all the pay per views for the year.
2: Ooh, yes, I saw this.
1: Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs>
0: uh And what caught? And people were like, "Oh, look, WrestleMania is two nights. That don't bother me at all." SummerSlam. I, I dig that. I dig that. I love it. Too. Love it. SummerSlam is July thirtieth. Is that the earliest we've ever had a SummerSlam?
1: We've never had a SummerSlam
2: not in August, I don't think. Ooh, that, that that's kind of cool though. July 30th?
0: And they're that's doing cool. Money in the Bank July 2nd. Money, money,
2: money, money, money. And money, guess money. where?
0: Las
1: Vegas. In a freaking stadium. Money in the Bank is a stadium show. That's
2: cool.
0: Uh they also that's announced cool. May 8th they're doing a pay-per-view in Rhode Island no at relevant. the Bonus Center. Uh February's February's uh pay-per-view is to be announced as is October's. Uh, Survivor Series will be at the Boston uh, TD Garden.
1: Not one in New York York, the entire calendar year, Matt. Not one in
0: New York. Well, you know what? Saturday or Sunday, September 4th and 3rd, they have a pay per view scheduled, but they have not announced a location.
1: Hmm. Mm. All right. I mean, you can't have a full calendar year of the pay per view not in New York, right?
0: Maybe you can, I guess. I don't know. What's up with that? Uh, if you're going to watch Halloween Havoc, everything is spin the wheel, spin the wheel, make the deal. Literally everything except for the NXT championship match. Oh,
1: wow. Weather well, is yeah. kind of crazy.
0: Uh, the NXT women's match, Raquel Gonzalez against Mandy Rose, spin the wheel, make the deal. They did some weird thing on Tuesday night where somebody won the right to spin the wheel for their team. Mm. For the Japan. NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, so Io Shirai and Zoe Stark will defend against Indy Hardwell and Persia Parada uh, versus Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane in a Scareway Scareway to Hell ladder match.
2: Whoa, whose whose mic was that? Kevin's. That's, that's Kevin's. Holy shit, dude! That means it's coming my way in a few minutes.
0: Um, and then spin the wheel, make the deal NXT tag match MSK against Imperium, plus. Just in case you guys were wondering, Chucky, Chucky will be a special guest on the show.
2: Well, why wouldn't he be? It's Halloween.
1: The question is, will Rick Steiner be there?
0: I don't know, but Braun Breaker gets this championship match, so that'll be exciting.
1: Oh my God, this is like full circle. Rick Steiner having a feud with Chucky, and now Braun Breaker being Rick Steiner's son with Chucky there?
2: That's why they did it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you think
0: Chucky gets involved? Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: Do you? Yeah. Uh, great Great question. Kate, Kate watched that next. The Shirai. She got to spin the wheel. Oh boy. I don't know what advantage she gets, but she spun the wheel. So shit.
2: Fucking whatever. Spin the wheel. Ah! Spin my my balls, lick my nuts. Uh,
0: Tony is ornery. You're right. I think, I think we've done it, boys. Uh, Special thanks to Dan Barry and Ninja Mac. The road to ten years continues. We'll be back next week with another uh, super duper exciting episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, uh, where we'll be talking NWA, we'll be talking MLW, AEW, WWE, Impact, our Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, and, and a ton more, probably. Oh yeah! Hey, this
3: is Moose.
0: Moose, thanks, I don't. Moose. Right now, I don't have any guests lined up, but there's a lot of feelers out there. I'm waiting to hear back from a couple people. So we might have a guest or two next week. I'll let you boys know when that happens. Love it. That's all I got. Don't you have, do we have outro music?
2: No, because I played it last week and it was kind of like all over the place. So, all right.
0: uh, 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 Prayers. Want me to sing
2: to to you guys? No. uh, Prayers to Jimmy Rave, by the way. Oh, yeah. Who uh, unfortunately. is continuing this awful battle with MRSA we found out that over the summer he actually put it out on Twitter that he suffered a double amputation both legs this time that's it's just fucking heartbreaking and and fuck you to the asshole who was giving him shit on Twitter by the way I hope you fucking burn in hell for that fucking it's 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 fucking rotten I didn't want to end on that but I wanted to make sure to bring it up because uh, I think he's got a GoFundMe set up like it's like fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical costs and shit so if you can help him out Friend of the show, Jimmy Rave, by the way. So, you know. So, you sure you don't want me to sing to you? No, yeah, no, you could sing. That'll actually cheer me up. I just wanted to make sure I got that out there. Never going
1: to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to walk around and hurt you. Matthew, hey, hey, Tony, yay, I'm gonna leave you down, I love you, hey, hey, Jimmy, rave, you're all a craze, I love you too, please support him, and Kate the Great got more mentions on the show than anyone else that wasn't a guest, so go F yourself, and go love your life, I hope you had a
2: who's all right that's it i'm so glad kevin said fuck max striker and i'm here to say good night gracie